Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome to the IBHM Podcast. I am your host, Arizona Verse. With me, my dude and co-host, Soul Papa. Hello. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> I'm black, he's Mexican, and now that that is out of the way, welcome to our show. This is a podcast about nothing in particular. We got a lot of shit to talk, but before any and all of that, if you want to chime in, our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podomatic. Just search I'm Black, He's Mexican. Find us on all of your social media outlets, including Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube. Just add IBHM Podcast on the appropriate spot. If you don't want to do any of that, just head over to the website, ibhmpodcast.com. Now, if you want to hit me up, my main source of social media fuckery oh. is... Tumblr. You can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com. If you want to holler at my dude, Soul Papa, his main source of social media fuckery is. I fuck with the Tumblr, soulpapa.tumblr.com. Simple. You get, me, get me real emotional on there. From emotion to horniness to just straight up geekiness. Yo, and that's the greatest part about Tumblr, because you can get emo, you can get horny, you can get fucking all that shit, geeky, all in one fucking day. I'm so bipolar on Tumblr, and I love that I can be bipolar and be myself I on Tumblr. I think you can really tell, not only by somebody's posts, but what their likes are. And like I said, that's where you're going to yes. see all my ratchet shit. It's all in the likes. It's all in the likes. <laughs> now, uh, no shout outs this week. Nobody uh, liked the Facebook page since the last show, so uh, fuck all y'all. Fuck Facebook, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> fuck Facebook. I had, to, I had to deactivate mine. I still can delete it, but I mean, the fact that motherfuckers can look it up with my phone number, I'm like, mm. you know, and I'm on that job hunt right now, so I ain't trying to yeah. have it out there, so. No, I feel you, I feel you. I know. I told you that's why I switched my shit over to the Shrade of No Legal Name is on there. I think my number might still be on there. Yeah, more than likely you do have the number on there, and I can't really take yeah. that off. And the fact that I'm not allowed to change names any longer on the Facebook, like that, that's what makes oh. it even harder. So I'm like, just go away. I'm sorry, just go away. So they and only I, give you like so many times to do to change the name. I think three, man, and I, and I wasn't very smart Whoa. in thinking of the branding thing, you know, at the beginning. So I tried different variations of my name, from from Dick Wright to just other stuff, and it just it didn't, yeah, it didn't it didn't do well. And then I almost wanted to delete the Instagram thing, but I love Instagram too much, so I just like fuck it. I guess I try it. Keep so. that shit going. <laughs> So, uh, and then actually the only, I guess, news that we have is that um, you guys can now call the IBHM oh, yeah. podcast and leave a voicemail. We're in the Ooh. process of setting it up where we're going to get ready to start having some live callers, hopefully but in the see, next month or so. My thing on that was What's people up? don't like to talk, though. Like, even when Voxer was in, like, maybe that, but, like, see, motherfuckers, they did rather text. You'll be surprised, though, because, like, even, like, the blog talk radio, because, like, we do the majority of our shows through Podomatic, and Podomatic is more of a play and listen type thing. 
but then there's like the blog talk radio where all that is people calling in like uh trav show trav show is uh you know they have the switchboard they got callers all day so we're gonna try to work that shit out and uh we'll figure it out but uh in the meantime if y'all want to leave us a voicemail if y'all like something you heard us talking about if you didn't like something you heard us talking about you can hit us up now at 480-426-0013 once again that's 480-426-0013 and leave us a voicemail y'all one more time 480-426-0013 oh i switched it up on that's how you do it that's how you do it i'm gonna call me like hello Hello. Hello. Right. Hello. Can I speak to oh, that? I wasn't sure to reference. Call me on the hotline, but I don't. I didn't remember. I don't know. I don't know that song. So, uh, I guess we'll get the show started. Um, we uh, were supposed to have a special guest this uh, episode. I don't quite know what happened, but it is all good in the hood. That comes with um, live podcasting. This is the second show. That you got. So far, we're what, one for three. Yeah, or no, we're three for five with guests. So we didn't had supposed to have five guests. We didn't had three of them. So those other two will eventually get them on sometime down the line. It is what the fuck it is. So, um, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. And uh, one of the first articles that we were just uh, actually talking about before we came on air is um, it's a bit of an old article, but I think it's still newsworthy nonetheless. Is that um, games uh, games radar had posted a story about Nintendo being doomed. You know, a lot of people were worried because the Wii wasn't doing what it was supposed to. A couple other devices that they had. There's been talks about um, if uh, Nintendo should just switch to just doing software and not software and hardware. But uh, one person in particular doesn't think that Nintendo has anything to worry about. Because as of about 18 months ago, about a, what one fiscal one and a half fiscal calendars ago, uh, Nintendo was um, estimated to have 10.5 billion dollars in the bank. And even if they continue to take big losses every year, um, this company is still going to be around for 2052. So Nintendo ain't going nowhere, no motherfucking time soon. Yeah, um, one of the one of the biggest things in it we discussed a little bit ago is um, Nintendo, especially with the because when the last generation of systems came out, the PS3, Xbox 360, and the Wii, there's a big difference between those. Uh, Wii kind of was gearing more towards the gimmicky, let's get your grandparents involved so they can come in here, you know, to shake a yeah. stick and feel like we're doing uh, some sort of exercise for us, rural beast, big motherfuckers that don't get any exercise. Which, which pretty much just recycled graphical power from the previous generation before that, which was the GameCube, which was the PS2 and Xbox, you know, around. So it wasn't really pushing anything in hardware, which is going to be bad, especially when nowadays, you know, most motherfuckers want to play Grand Theft Auto or some sort of shooting game. They didn't keep up with that. They kind of wanted to go their own route, kind of more family-oriented. And now even the family, motherfuckers are shooting each other off. So both in real life and in both video games, it's kind of that, all right, well, that shit didn't work. But because there are hardcore fanboys, uh, which I want to say I'm one of those Nintendo geeks, one of those Nintendo fanboys, because I keep up with them. I love me some Mario and the Zeldas and all that good stuff. They do have a whole lot of money. So really, they can honestly, like, what you were reading in the article that says on their body, can be losing so many millions for 20 more years yeah. and that's pretty straight. It's, 
yeah, they could be uh, something like they could lose up to, uh, I can't find the actual figure, but something like up to $400 million a year, and they would still be straight. So, like, Nintendo is here. They're the foundation of video games. They're not yeah. going anywhere. So. And they've been set up since, even though the systems didn't come out to the late 90s, they they were in the game, the toy game, since the 70s. So, I mean, so they've actually, they do have a lot of money, and the fact that their franchises go for so long, they're straight. People were saying stuff, and this is going to sound really geeky, but people were kind of getting in the, in the debates, oh, that they should give up the systems, like the way that Sega did. But Sega, people yeah. don't know this, but Sega was fucked over by Microsoft, because the Dreamcast was too low. The last system that they made was one of the dopest systems. It was the first thing to go online. It was the first thing to incorporate just so much things from rumble features to, um, yeah. to voice activation to motion sensors. They did it all. Especially the internet thing, which what which was connected to the Microsoft, uh, well Windows ninety five, and other. Anyways, so. Mic- yeah, Microsoft just pretty much ended up biting them, stealing the design, making the Xbox. Pretty much Xbox is kind of king when it comes to most systems and things like that. Um, people, so people are saying that Nintendo's gonna go the route, and it's not gonna be. I mean, they shouldn't. They're they're nowhere there. They're too big of a company. Even though I know Sega was one of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought that was funny. And right now, like I said, I'm geeked out in the handheld set. So yeah. I think like the 3DS is going to keep motherfuckers pain. And, and even though the same Mario game comes out every year, but a little bit different, it's going to keep our <laughs> to just know. Slightly tweak, just enough to kind of get you to buy a whole new system for it, which is which yeah. is what it did. And their franchises are worth a lot. And and this is kind of why I was kind of waiting for our guest because he was a video nerd and I wanted to ask his two cents because one of the biggest things happened to a lot of video game companies. And I want to get off the subject because I won't shut up about it if we if we stay on this intent. Oh no, you good? Do you, um, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell when I'm passionate because I ain't going to shut up. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, but <clears throat> one of the biggest things right now with gaming is that the fact that you can do it on your phone. If I can play so much shit on this and make me think that it looks like this, I mean you're gonna. You know you're, you're gonna stay on it, and but Nintendo don't want that. They don't want to have their video games on an app they can get for 2.99 because they can make yeah. you buy a system that costs 250 and a game cartridge that costs 40. So I mean I don't know. See, Either which way they ain't going where they got money. And I think like to start off with the whole when they switched to the Wii and they were going the family route. I think even though in the short term if you will it didn't quite work the Wii didn't take off the way the PS uh, the PlayStation and the Xbox did it still sold a lot and I still think it was at least a wise decision because Nintendo has always been more of a family based company they've always been about Mario was a family fun adventure type thing it's always been like a family oriented type thing so I thought that was a a smart, you know, from a business standpoint, that was a smart idea to be like, okay, these games are going in this direction. Let's try to go this direction and pave our own lane and keep this going. And it didn't work out, but once again, this is still a financially well-off company, so they don't have to worry about anything, but I do believe that they should. I keep doing the systems. I don't think they should stop doing systems because there's always going to be a fan base that's always going to fuck with Nintendo just off of the name value alone. But the one thing I would love to see them do is go ahead and I would love to see them do apps. I think that would be so fucking dope to see Nintendo have some fucking apps, uh, apps that just like you said, for $2.99, you can download on your fucking phone because that's what it's all about right now is these Android apps. I'm on fucking Clash of the Clans. I'm trying to stay away from this fucking game, but this is my new little shit. And, Isn't it uh, sure they sell you stuff on there, right? Like you can buy stuff on that game, like weapons yeah. and stuff? 
it, that's the thing with like a lot of games is it's set up a certain way where you can do certain things but as you advance if you want to get further you have to drop a little money on it you know to further advance like on this one it has like uh gold and ether and then you also get these gems that you could uh use to uh rush projects to do special different things and all that but the gems you only get a certain amount of gems and after you run out of gems you won't pay a little money to get a little more gems and so i won't lie then got me for a few little bucks <laughs> the game is the shit i won't lie this, this this is my new shit right now and then fucking at uh the dudes at work put me up on it uh because we got a whole fucking uh 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 army we got a whole uh clan on the game and so me and a whole yeah. bunch of people at work we're all in the same plan and yeah we'd be fucking donating army troops back we'd be raiding motherfucking villages like this is my new shit yo i gotta work Fuck with that clash I, I of clans yo. i can kick out with you huh? for real I hate my job. Man. I, hate the man. I hate these motherfuckers. Bitches don't give me no money. Goddamn it. That's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's no, what but, I'm telling everybody, man. I no, think I saw your post too, trying, trying to get, trying to, trying to swindle people to come on and work with you. I'm like, man, put your business out there, letting know where you park. That's one thing I never like. Yo. I don't want no one to know where my car at. Bitches hate me it way too much. Yo, it is hilarious because when I left the last company, that was my main thing. I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody about my new job. Like, I even got asked on my uh, Facebook post, oh, what's the name of the new company uh, when I first switched? And I was like, yo, I don't want to put any of that out. But then once they started saying that they were hiring, like I said, the job isn't perfect, but I love the place I work at and everybody enjoys coming to work. And it's been a long time since I've been at a place where people enjoy being at work. And that's why I'm like, that's why I was telling everybody, yo, y'all need to come fuck with us because niggas is showing up to work. Niggas is happy. I, I, um, when I first did the interview. Well, when it comes to slavery, man, like you said, you can beat someone all you want, but if you feed me good and you fuck me good, I'm going to keep taking the beating. I'm going to keep taking it. (laughs) But I told the dude when uh, I first did the interview, he was asking me if I knew anything about their culture. And I was like, yeah, I've seen some of their videos on YouTube. And I had kind of equated them to uh, like Facebook and Google. Like there's a certain way companies run their business like a monarchy i'm the supervisor i know everything you're a minion you're an idiot you sit down you don't have any ideas and you do what i tell you and you're just uh, you're dispensable i can get rid of you at any moment and my company much like google and facebook is more employee oriented like if i can keep you motherfuckers happy you'll show to work or show up to work every day and be productive so it's more of a employee oriented business that's the reason why they got an Xbox in the fucking break room they got pool tables and ping pong tables and all that niggas be taking break going over there doing that we get free food all the motherfucking time we uh it was kind of slow on friday they had march madness up on uh, the screen so we watched yeah, march madness we job working like nigga we geeking <laughs> that's what's up well i mean i know you Keep your, I mean, keep your employees happy. And they say you, you stay productive and they stay working, they stay consistent. That's what you want in the business. You want consistency. Motherfuckers know what they gotta do. So as long as you keep that consistent, you know, you're you're in the running. Same thing, kind of trending back to, and we'll get off the subject. And I know I'm fucking about bringing it back up. But same thing with Nintendo. They know what their fans yeah. want. They give that. Are they treading new grounds to get more consumers? Well, they try that. That's why they they're able to take these financial risks that they do. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately. Motherfuckers, just like 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 a bitch that saw her pussy. You good for one thing and one thing only. <laughs> I want that. And one thing only. 
<laughs> and actually, to stay on the video game topic, but switch up to another one. Have you ever fucked with Steam? Do you know anything about the Steam engine? Downloading stuff, you mean, like from all from all their things, like like back catalogs and libraries. Yeah, like I just started fucking with Steam because um, I I had to talk uh, talk to you uh, to you about this off the air. Uh, I'm a big um, Civilization geek. I love the ah. game Civilization. You like RTS? And um, I had yeah, like real time strategy games. Okay. I fucks with. I mostly like my main thing growing up was always role playing games. My favorite. I think we talked about this on the last episode, but my favorite game series of all time was motherfucking Final Fantasy. I oh, played Final yes, Fantasy from the very first one. All, I fucks with some Final. I'm a Zelda guy. But yeah, I don't fan. I love that shit. But uh, oh, what you on screen? Oh, oh wait, there's a little lag on your end. Okay. Oh yeah. But uh, so I fucks with um role playing games, and I don't know how I came across Civilization, but I started fucking with it. Had it on uh, the MacBook, and uh, I'm still running a uh, 10.4 on my Mac. And so I could only play Civilization 3. So I was like, yo, when I got uh, income taxes, I was like, yo, let me check out see the Civilization 5, see if I can get it. And you can't get the physical disc because it's been out for so long. So they were like, you could buy it through Steam. So I bought it through Steam, and now I just started fucking. So this is my new shit. And I heard Steam is uh, possibly talking about coming out with their own actual hardware system where you could um, basically get a Steam machine, you could uh, download games on it, and then you could custom map the controllers to however you like. And um, so if Steam pops up, PlayStation and Xbox may need to watch out because what Steam is doing, you, you're going to have a fully fucking customizable system, kind of like the reason why you got those uh, computer nerds are so big on Windows as opposed to Macs because you can customize Windows a whole lot more. Steam might, Steam might um, come in this race. We uh, might have a new uh, contender real soon. So, see, and that was one, that was another big dude too. I think some something called uh, I I'm forgetting the name, but Android pretty much tried making this system. The Android from the phones. I think it was called a Uverse. I, I can't really forget the name, but it was worth shit. They they tried making it mobile. Tried making it really cheap. Obviously, you could download apps and be able to play them off the phone. That makes it really cool and neat. But I mean, it's not going to compare yeah. to the next-gen systems. I mean, mobile games are meant for them to be mobile. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless they're really hardcore and badass, where you want to play them on your big screen, in which case you might just want to get a fucking Samsung yeah. Galaxy 4S or product placement, because you can actually play your games and, and uh, pinpoint them to your, to your TV or whatever like that. But yeah, PC gamers, that's why yeah, PC exactly. gamers are snobs, because they feel they got the hardware that can process really anything. Because you're constantly upgrading new graphic chips and whatnot. I mean, there's really no limit to what you can do, which makes a, a video game system like, let's say, Xbox One, PS4. I mean, once that shit's out, there ain't really no upgrading that, you know, until the next generation of systems. But, uh, yeah. the Steam. That's why, if Steam. If they do this right, they could be fucking dangerous. Because if they do the shit where instead of you buying Steam 1, and you have to wait seven years to get Steam 2, if they set it up where just like a computer, you could upgrade your fucking uh, memory card and upgrade your um, uh, graphic chips and all that and just keep that one system pushing for as long as you can, they, I'm telling you, they, they can clean up. This might be something big. I don't know when they have um, plans of uh, releasing the actual Steam engine, actual video game hardware system. But um, I think that they got some. They they may have to do. They may do some. So. See, when you said Steam, I was thinking about the, the, the downloading, like, because there's like a cloud. There's, oh, I mean, there's a cloud software for every fucking thing. But I know Sony's really pushing, um, 
like bringing up their old catalog, try to re-release things. The only problem with that is that uh, licensing, like let's say for instance like Madden, yeah. Madden they supposedly ain't gonna be no more Madden games, or if I'm mistaken, yeah. ain't gonna be no more NCAA. So it's just it's all about licensing, just how they quit making uh like what was it EA? EA make, makes Madden games, right? Like at a certain point, they bought out the NFL license to where other companies couldn't couldn't make anything using anything that's NFL based. So it's one of those sort of things to where it's about can we release it? Can we rebuy it? Do we need to rebuy the licensing again? Let's say for music for music that you know made. I don't know. There's so much. There's a lot of politics and licensing when it comes to all that shit. But that's what I thought you meant when you said the steam. Either which way though, I mean, whatever, whatever is gonna keep us entertained and, and give us what it is that we need, kind of similar to, to technology and maybe hope it's a segue into the iPhone thing. But I mean, it's all about supply and demand. Give us what we want, and hopefully yeah. add a little bit more than, than what we actually expected, and, and you'll hook us and you'll get us. And, you know, exactly. we'll it's that beach ball again. <laughs> yeah, that fucking beach ball from the last episode. So, um, but no, yeah, I saw this too. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, who is this? TechPolicyDaily.com put out an article said um, talking about how much would an iPhone have cost in 1991, and they said that um, basically if you break it down, today's iPhones have the same uh, capabilities um, and more than 13 distinct electronics gadgets worth more than $3,000 found in 1991 Radio Shack and um, this guy dug up an old ad and made the point about uh, basically breaking it down and they were saying how in 1991, and Popo got a fucking poltergeist over there, I see lights <laughs> flashing and shit <laughs> he says uh, in 1991 a gigabyte of hard disk storage cost around 10 thousand perhaps a touch less today it costs around four cents back in 1991 a gigabyte of flash memory which is what the iphone uses would have cost something like forty five thousand dollars or more which today is about 55 cents so basically the mid-level iphone 5s has 32 gigabytes of flash memory 32 gigabytes uh, times forty five thousand equals 1.4 44 million dollars so the next time um anybody complains about their iphone moving uh, slow shut the fuck up you have a million dollar phone in your fucking pocket <laughs> i ain't gonna lie i think wow. that's the thing though we get so used to things especially with the internet we, we're so used to getting shit like this that anytime it's not coming to like this we're gonna complain because they ain't gonna be used to it ain't gonna be wild. like i hate waiting and i'm so impatient bitch get your ass in here it's like to no. quote Jay Z's ass, even though I don't want to quote him, but was that from, was that from Big Pimpin? Uh, like, I think so. I hate patience and I hate waiting. Bitch, get your ass in here and just ride. Right. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah, that was Big Pimpin. You know, fucking Louis C.K. had a good point uh, on one of his stand-up uh, sketches where he was talking about that and people with their iPhone. And he was like, you know, I'll be uh, standing on the street corners. I'll see somebody with their phone trying to uh, search something. And they're like, oh, fuck, dude, what I mean, this is taking so fucking long. And he's like, give it a second. The signal is going to fucking space. Give it a few seconds to come back down. <laughs> like, shit. But it is that. You know, we fucking we adapt to shit. After you have something for so long, it's like... You want that new shiny thing, and even though that last one was perfectly fine, this new one could has even more wills and um, or fucking bells Tricks and whistles. Yeah, so yeah, you like, oh, this is my new shit now, but that shit is funny. So, but I thought that was interesting. There's also that goes back to that other. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine though having to have a fucking phone that has a CD player like? 
damn like i'm some i'm i'm at first i used to be very against the whole mp3 movement but like yeah. it's so goddamn convenient can you imagine that like earlier when i was i was uh like i was doing some thrift shopping with my mama and uh and we was out and i saw this old walkman i damn near wanted to get this fucking walkman <laughs> going because... out this year. Yeah, and I was like, but it was, it was like eight dollars for this wasn't a big deal. But I'm thinking, but we don't buy these shits no more. I'm just like, I'm just looking at it like, oh man, I remember I had the anti-skip thing. I could jump around if I wanted to, <laughs> jumping jacks, and still be okay. But I remember my first fucking anything that I had that like that I bought with my own money and I just cherished. It was a motherfucking Walkman with the anti-skip on it, and I had the nice fucking little headphones Sony, with right? the little the uh, Sony, right? bass. Sony, yep, it was the Sony Walkman. I went legit with it, and I had the motherfucking uh, uh, cushion with the uh, the Matt's bass uh, headphones and shit. And you couldn't tell me nothing because uh, you know back then I, I tell everybody I thought I was from the East Coast, so um, my everybody was walking around in their Chucks and their Dickies, listening to Tupac and shit. I was walking around with my Tims and my Pure Players on, listening to DMX and fucking the Bad Boy, moving yeah. motherfucking Mace and Harlem World. Yeah, that was my shit. But yeah, that anti-skip Walkman. This motherfucker took it back. <laughs> Should have got it. She's like, Mama, get me Should've there. Should have got it, man. I'll be there. I, I doubt anybody. Fucking, I was, uh, my girl's mom was telling us. Yeah, it, it'll still be there. But I'm telling you, man, cop that shit fucking 20 years from now. That motherfucker might be worth something. People, you know, shit, fucking my kids ain't gonna know what the fucking CD is. Yeah. When they get a little older, you can hit them with that antique. Like, yo, oh. this is my shit back in the so day. Keep them vinyls on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but part, you know, you know, I started laughing at too because I was even, I was, I was even like I said, I, I do a bit of thrifting, and I even saw an even old, more old school, like the original Walkman. I'm talking about the Radio Bad Boy, and this motherfucker had the. I don't know if you remember when the Walkman came out, the cassette joint, and it was before our time, but I remember seeing them, and they had the tiny, tiny little headphones that kind of go around the back of the ear, sort of thing. I didn't know yeah. it wasn't around the ear. But they're just tiny as hell, and they kind of go over your head. They just look so hilarious to see them. Like the little aluminum joint, and the little I just like. Yeah. Who's fucking? I don't know. They, and they weren't even. They weren't meant to be earbuds. These are over the ear yeah. joints that just were so ridiculously small. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers <laughs> got holes in their ears bigger than these shits, and they're just. They're just I know it's silly because it's even like. It's even like fucking um, what is that uh, Spike Lee movie? Um, Do the right thing. When you had um, Radio Raheem when he was walking around with the motherfucking boombox on the side of his head. And to think about it now, that is so fucking silly to be walking around with your motherfucking boombox walking down fucking Harlem, bumping some Public Enemy, and just how absurd that is. And trust, give it about twenty years, and we'll look back at these fucking earbuds we got in our ears and be like, look how fucking silly we were wearing those. We can just be playing them straight from our fucking vaginal insert cord. You know how Yeah, exactly. We're gonna be pumping this shit right into our fucking cerebral cortex by then and shit. And uh, fucking uh, trap. What are you listening to? Wait, wait, let me, let me touch your fucking your temple. Oh, I don't know what the temple is. I'm guessing going <laughs> right here. Oh yeah, I like that. That's really dope. To your brain. And uh, Trav Lord uh, chimed in and said, Popo getting off easy because I can't I am his bitch ass. <laughs> hey! How dare you? Call me up my bitch ass now. How dare you? Uh, and I love you so damn much. 
Oh, this shit is funny. And actually, speaking of Trav, uh, who was on episode 13, Return of the Gangs Delicious, um, his, um, his, uh, dedication from that episode was, I know I'm gonna mess up her name, Lupita. Oh, you gonna bring it up right now? Oh, yeah. Yo. She's, yeah. Nerds are, uh, yeah, well, nerds are geeking out that, (laughs) nerds are geeking out, um, apparently, um, she's taken over the world for the past couple weeks or whatnot, getting real popular and all that, and the latest movement is to try and get her to play Storm of the X-Men, and, um, it's not official yet, but this is one of those things where they're pushing to get, um, get her, the internet is, uh, pushing to get, uh, you know, Marvel to take a look at her, and they're saying that how in the comic book world, Storm is African, and she's not of mixed heritage like Halle Berry, and then they were saying that there's only a, she what? I said even though Halle Berry fine of the motherfucker, as oh, most would say, you know how I feel about that, but yeah, she been. Motherfucking hey, swordfish. That's all I'm saying. Yo, swordfish. monster balls, son. I still ain't seen monster ball because oh. I don't want to see Bob Thornton fight her dad. I heard that. I heard he put a beating on him. Whips. Oh, I just, I Whips it. <laughs> well, fucking. Uh, they were saying how um, there's only a few viable candidates for a strong black female. And so, yeah, a lot of people are looking for Lupita. I think the only other person who would probably fucking work in this situation would be, um, what's the old girl name from Scandal? Carrie Washington. Mm. That's the only other black woman who I could see on a reboot of the X-Men series being working in that situation. So I was about to say, too, it's been 10 years. They usually revamp shit every fucking goddamn 10 years. It is. I would imagine they would jump back in it again. But see, and this is this is where I kind of this is my my geekness again is going to take where I'm going to spill some beans. I kind of get mad that they have to revamp these shits using the same old thing, similar to how I get mad that when they make Bible movies, they reusing the same old stories. Obviously, the fucking Bible's been out for I don't know how many fucking years. But why are you bringing them Noah? Everybody know the goddamn story of Noah. Bring us new shit. Like, let's talk about a knock. Let's talk about I don't know some shit off the. No, you know what movie I want to see? What Bible movie I would love to see? I would love to see them turn the Book of Job into a oh, movie fucking man. movie. I you would know, love to see that story turn into a movie. Don't know pain. Don't <laughs> know WTF. Don't know fail. Don't know I'm dead until they've read the Book of Job. That's a fucked up story. <laughs> I think if if the right director were to flip that shit, I think that could be a cold-ass fucking story. You get the right screenwriter and the Hollywood person, I think that would be an interesting-ass fucking story. And the Book of Revelations would be a good fucking story, too, but there's too many fucking interpretations of what exactly yeah. it's getting at, and so I don't think anyone would be able to really pull that one off correct, because it's just kind of, it's your interpretation of what it means, so. And that's another, that's another problem with, with me when it comes to, uh, to Noah, because I mean, I don't know how literal we have to take it, because it gets pretty in detail i figured if it's leviticus or one of the early books they gave straight up details i'm talking about cubic sentimental feats details of how to build shit and um that's in the one with the ark of the covenant yeah they really yeah. broke that and i think numbers too yeah they yeah yeah numbers they, 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 they really get into some details and i know a lot of the a lot of bible stories you know they're meant to be more metaphorical and the english language doesn't have enough words to explain that that you know the, that the Hebrew and the Arabic and the Greek translations actually give. So and honestly, we we speak a bastard language 
that no matter how poetic and however shit the way the, the, the shit sounds and rhymes has yeah. nothing on the original five languages so there's a lot and that's then, lost and then actually too and I know you still ain't uh, taped uh, Jupiter term but I ain't mad at you but also you got to throw Egypt in there I'm just saying yeah okay, I, we'll save that I, for another day <laughs> there's so much in it and, and once again which is why I get mad that as dope as Noah looks and yeah you throw Russell Crowe you know uh, an actor who's kind of dying out but still a well known actor to kind of be in this in this movie it's a good look but it's like why are you gonna put the most ridiculous story about a motherfucking man who in the story himself gets ridiculed for making this assumption you know for building this big ass thing and waiting for a flood even though I'm sure the technology that we lost the shit that's been you know dig dug into the ground would have been you know from floods or from whatever sort of disasters that had come around but i don't like that they had to pick the most ridiculous stories you know to showcase and then they'd be and then that's that's what the bible is known for the most ridiculous of stories no give us some hard-hitting shit give us some shit that, that we can see that's why i, I love the book of judges because motherfuckers want to talk about you know rape and killing and shanking and and whatnot judges is fucking has some beautiful fucking killing stories you know what i'm saying for all the for all the emo satanic bastards that want to see some hack and slash it's full of it and it satisfy everybody a question when history channel did that whole uh bible series uh whatever did you watch that I watched one of the few ones because um, so I'm just a broke motherfucker and got no cable, so I, I had to see it at a at a friend's house or I forgot whose house. But yeah, I ended up seeing it and it actually looked really dope. I mean, like I said, you put money behind anything, it's gonna look ill. And kind of this is kind of where I want maybe we can bring up that uh, turn down for what video, uh, whatever. But like I said, you steal an idea, which in my opinion, like I said, that was a rip off of not only Major Lazer's song uh, upon the floor. But also the video, but you throw some money, some better graphics, and that's just gonna look nice. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone wants something nice to look at, yeah. something real pretty. But that is that is a good segue because I, for anybody who has not seen the turn down for what video featuring Lil John and I don't know who the other nigga is. I don't care. Lil John is some Lil DJ, Lil right? Some DJ something. It didn't, I didn't even think it was a song. It's just a beat and it has Lil John yelling in the background yeah, like you normally do. It's more of a just a dance record. So like, but this turn down for what video is the wildest motherfucking video I've ever seen. Like I, I, I fucking night this video a masterpiece like oh my god i saw that shit and i went fucking crazy they are motherfucking fools for doing this shit but yeah the turn down for what video was fucking fantastic i hate Lil john with a passion okay but y'all niggas need to peep this shit if y'all ain't seen this we're gonna put it up on the ibhm podcast uh website if y'all ain't seen the shit click it watch it Tell a friend because it's some wild ass shit. And actually, it was really dope. And, and, and I'm me who is very anti radio, anti commercial, anti this song is for all my drunk bitches. That song, the video went with the song and it was really dope. And it is one of those songs where you just want to just fucking get real ignorant and just start joking and really just letting your titties fly. And you know what I'm saying? Letting that belly roll. And then I think it was a, it was a beautiful <laughs> example of what the song represents. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, Trav wants to know why you're sitting like a 12-year-old girl. Wait, wait, this, this, let me show my, this, this, this is my 12-year-old girl pose. <laughs> he clicking, uh, clicking the hills, uh, what is it, was it called, no, not call me, maybe, uh, the Friday song. 
you are chilling uh, Rebecca Black style. <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling on my goddamn belly. This is the way I like chilling. This is where I'm most comfortable. This is where I like doing my taxes. This is how I like playing my video games. I like being on my belly. Right, if, I I have, if, I, if I had any backing in how being on your belly would be cool, I remember reading the story of Tupac when he was in the studio once. Motherfucker, I forgot who he was with. And uh, motherfucker had guns everywhere and they were chilling, they were smoking. And, you know, he wanted, was trying to find a place to sit. And he kind of just moved all this shit to the side, just laid on his fucking gut and started, you know what I'm saying, put his gun off to the side. This is my gun right here, my little Nintendo 3. Put it off to the side, <laughs> started writing. That's Fuck you, Trav. <laughs> Comfortable here. I'm Fuck chilling. Up. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Oh, my leg and, down. Uh, that does look pretty damn girly showing off. Showing off my shoes. It's like, like I'm talking to my, uh, to like my, my dream guy. I'm waiting for him hey, to come. I'm fucking telling the, the cord here. Thirst. <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, wow, crazy shit. I guess yeah. Fucking uh, South by Southwest just passed uh, not too long ago. And Another I, one of those concert shits that I wish I had the money to fucking go. If I didn't hate yeah. Texas the way that I did, I'd go. Just kidding. Yeah, fuck Texas. But I'd love to fuck. go, though. I want to go just like give me Nardwar, man. Because he always yeah. goes to those fucking shits. And, and I know it's a couple of uh, hip-hop podcasts that they go out to the uh, South by Southwest and they do promotions and all that. So maybe that would be uh, season three of um, I'm Black, He's Man podcast. We do some South by Southwest shit. Yeah, I mean, tax it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you. But uh, for anybody who doesn't know what South by Southwest is, it's uh, basically just a set of film, interactive, and musical festivals as well as uh, conferences that take place every year sometime in March um, in Austin, Texas. It began back in 1987 and has continued to grow in size every year. Um, and they got to the point where in 2011 the conference last, lasted for about um, 10 days it says and uh, so it's a real big thing a lot of people like to go out there and um, just do various shits if you will and uh, they promote a lot of new shit coming out and all that but um, this past year um, shit got a little crazy as uh, some motherfuckers uh, died at South by Southwest don't they usually no, Not honestly, though, like, I'm trying to look back, and there's always someone that either dies of dehydration, I mean, I'm sure there's a rape from not so many miles away. Yeah. But I, I guess this time it was actually a, a, a vehicular incident that was actually on the scene. Um, apparently, um, an intoxicated man uh, plowed into a crowd, and um, the incident left two people dead and injured more than 20 other people. And um, so yeah, the motherfucker got um, and my internet's fucking up, but it is what it is. It must be um, a hip hop segment, I'm guessing. I know it, those, those hip hoppers. It was the hip hoppers, but um, yeah, motherfuckers uh, was getting buck wild or whatnot. And I guess they arrested the man. Um, let me see if it shows his name. Yeah, the suspect in this incident has been identified as Rashid Charging Owens. Guess the race. And um, apparently, like <laughs> it sounds like a nigga to me. And um, he apparently is set to face two counts of capital murder and 23 counts of aggravated assault by vehicle. And capital murder is Texas's highest offense, punish punishable by death. So this they might get this nigga an electric chair. You know, Texas just be waiting to fucking fry a nigga on the motherfucking stand. They love that shit out there in Texas. So uh, look like this nigga is uh, gonna go down over there. Wait, does this tie into the Tyler the Creator story, or was he now, trying to deny that he had anything to do with it? Now, there's an interesting turn of events because this I was confused about the whole thing too. 
um, trying to figure out exactly what happened because Tyler, the creator, was also arrested um, for starting a riot um, where um, basically it was a sold-out show and uh, it was a sold-out show and uh, Tyler, the creator, told his fans to... um, basically rushed the stage and it ended up turning into a riot where Tyler the Creator, um, the usual suspect, shots out to Odd Future, um, got arrested and he was uh, released on a $25,000 bail, but um, he did uh, release a statement my shit will fucking low. Yeah, he released a statement when he finally got out of jail. Uh, he said, hi, y'all. He said, dear you, that tragedy that happened was absolutely... Uh, that tragedy that happened has absolutely nothing to do with the show at Thrasher at a different location a day later. He said, so please stop going out of your way to mention the tragedy and tie me into it. That's not cool, and it bumps me out. Two different locations and days and everything, so yeah. So yeah, Tyler the Creator did start a riot, but he had nothing to do with that dude. Cause when how they spent that story when it first came out, I thought Tyler started a riot and then a nigga was swerving around during the same time and hit some people and killed some people and all that shit. But no, Tyler, Tyler's incident and the incident at South by uh, South by Southwest it was two different instances, uh, two different days. So yeah, it wasn't Tyler's fault. I, I love how he, even in reports it goes. Um, how do they phrase it? Um, like, like they say someone just had a, a release conference we're, uh, we're just we're just in you know so, so, da, da, da. it's all a fuck from a fucking tweet like I think that's just fucking hilarious how that's where we get our information we are in the world or we're in the age of social media where we get our news from Twitter and from um, Facebook it actually goes back to that Bin Laden shit the news of Bin Laden getting quote-unquote, finally caught and assassinated and all that, that story leaked on Twitter. It was an American who lived out in Afghanistan, who lived a block away from that, who just so happened to be tweeting and was like, oh, something's going on in the neighborhood. Oh, a helicopter just crashed. I wonder what's going on. And it turned out to be that was the fucking Bin Laden raid. So luckily, Bin Laden wasn't on fucking Twitter or else he would have saw the fucking uh, Navy SEAL SITS team coming from a mile the fuck away. So that's wild. That's motherfucking wild. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is, but I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's in the it's in the day and age, you know. what I'm saying, I guess it's it's a whole lot easier. It's uh, it's brought to you by, and and actually, and I kind of maybe to go into the next story, someone even argued that's why hip hop is the lesser, um, kind of like the lesser race of sorts because it's done, yeah, because it's kind of I don't say it's done more easily, but kind of thread back to when the, you know original hip hop beats were done. It's just a, it's a basis of sampling. I mean, even though you have real, you know, uh, talented producers who are multi-instrumentalists or multi- whatever, motherfuckers who play instruments, you know, from drums to guitar to your bass and whatnot, for originally it started from just sampling another motherfucker's work, making it your own, that would kind of make that uh, the Mickey Mouse of, or just, I mean, just a, a more, just, it ain't, it ain't, what the fuck am I trying to say, Verse? See, and I would, I would argue because I know where you're, where you're going with it. Because I know a lot of rock and roll people take this way, but I would say that I think, and it, it's once again, it's to everyone's different opinion. But I would think that hip hop, even in the early days of the sampling and all that, showed creative genius. Where <coughs> you had these cats in the ghetto 
we don't have money for singing lessons. We don't have money to get guitars and motherfucking drums. All we could afford is this turntable. And I just figured out a way to match the beats per minute in my head and find this little break beat that gets the crowd pumping and just keep looping this eight bars to keep it moving and all that. They turn something out of nothing. And so I, a lot of rock and roll people will argue that, um, that hip hop is just in like, Actually, to segue into the article, that the uh, lead singer of Kiss, Gene Simmons, complains about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, including hip hop artists. And um, in an interview with Radio.com, Gene Simmons uh, says that um, he um, he complained about the induction of hip hop artists like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Run DMC into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And um, he says that um, if you don't play a guitar and you don't write your own songs, you don't belong there. First things first, I would have to stop there because the great majority of, and I'm not talking mainstream per se, but the great majority of hip hop artists as a whole write their own shit. That's one of the biggest things. That's the reason why Jay-Z got so much shit for so many years because even though he was knocking out an album every eight months, every fucking album, he was taking a line or two from Biggie and niggas was like, yo, stop that shit. Like, get your own shit. So I disagree with the Jim's, uh, Gene Simmons talking about that, but um, he does go on to say that um, I have no beef with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really uh, quick. Going... Oh, go ahead. Do you think? Now, I, yeah, know, I know I know, Jay-Z was known or rumored to be a ghostwriter for The Chronic 2001. But honestly, though, yeah. do you think he has a ghostwriter, though? At least you for know, some tracks. He has to have a young I, You know, I wanted to say yes. But unless his pockets is that deep and he's that deep and shitting people the fuck up, Jay-Z... You know he got money. You know he got or, money to shut someone up. What? But for all the other artists that have been called out for so much shit. Like Lil Wayne Jay-Z, and Gilly the Kid. Yeah, like there's so much shit that they came about out about Lil Wayne. The same thing like I, I mentioned to people uh, when they were uh, talking about uh, the bidding wars with Nicki Minaj and Drake coming to Young Money. But a lot of people didn't know they were ghostwriters on Young Money for like two, three years before they got signed. Like they had been on Young Money for a long time, but as writers, similar to Lady Gaga, had been on Akon's label for a long time writing songs before she became a solo artist. And um, Karen Hill singing, she was a ghostwriter for a good minute before she yeah, became an artist. Exactly. Exactly, but for all the shit and all the videos and all the stuff with Jay-Z, everyone says that he writes that shit and he writes that shit without a pen. And like, there's been other artists that came out and been like, oh yeah, freestyle this, I freestyle that, and they've been proven to be full of shit or they do freestyle they shit, but you can tell they freestyling it, because the shit sounds fucking nonsensical, but that's one thing, and this isn't even me being a Jay-Z stan, because I've been waiting for him to get called out on it, but it that story still sticks. That that nigga does not have a ghostwriter, and that he is writing all that shit off the top of his head. That's Illuminati man right there, but it it the is Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> won't let him get out. <laughs> no, they won't. No, they won't. They can't unless they want it. To. But um, back to what Jim Jim was saying though, it is fucked up. And to be calling out Grandmaster Flash, who to me I just remember as a fucking DJ. You know what I mean? Um, which and again, I mean that takes skill into itself. I mean, and you know all, all this good stuff. But I thought that was that almost sounded like mind you, he's an old, he's an old ass Jew from back in the day. So I mean, it, you know, it's stuck in his way. These niggers out of here. Get him out. But no, you know what? As much as um, 
I don't know. Like, as much as I disagree with him complaining about the sampling and about how hip-hop artists don't write their own songs and this and this and that, I do agree with him that hip-hop artists shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They should rock be its own Hall thing, right? right? Hip-hop needs its own Hall of Fame. Exactly. We don't need a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's they shit. We need our own shit. And that's what it comes down to, a lot of shit like this. Like, And once again, I'm a proud black man, and I'm um, ever defendant of my race and our history, but I'm ever so not scared to call fucking black people out on the bullshit. We need to stop getting mad that other people ain't letting us play with them. We need to start creating our own shit. You know, stop getting motherfucking mad that, uh, you know, rock and roll people don't want you in the Hall of Fame. Get your own motherfucking Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, stop the that you know that we're not getting treated right in the law system let's create our own law system and of course mm-hmm. it's easier said than done but stop complaining about other people not fucking with you let's fuck you let's get our own shit yeah, Mexicans got they shit if, if the whites don't want to share the color you know what I'm saying water fountain to drink out of motherfucker they can stay in your own goddamn water bring segregation what back do, SB what you do you know what you do is you wipe your dick on a water fountain and then you go over to your colored section and you keep it pushing you keep there that you shit fresh and clean that's what you do yeah. so, but uh no but i just and, and to go on with the rest of what he said he just says that um the rock and roll hall of fame has been diluted and he said the master just scratched their head he was like uh you got these uh guys in and you're telling me that doesn't mean they aren't good artists but they don't play with guitar they sample and they talk not even sing now, this is another quote, even though I agree with them that hip-hop people need their own Hall of Fame. This is another thing that I, I debate with people all the time. When people say that hip-hop isn't real music, they're just talking. And I always hit them with, okay, I got a full-blown recording studio. I have a motherfucking MIDI controller. I have uh, professional recording microphones. I got studio monitors. I got um, DAWs. I got motherfucking uh, synthesizers. I got everything that is needed to make a motherfucking album. If rapping is just talking and so fucking easy, come to the studio. I got 2,000 beats on my motherfucking hard drive. Let's record a song if it's that fucking easy. No yeah. one ever takes me up on that offer. It's not as easy as you want to make it out to be. So. And, and actually, one thing that sounds so fucking ignorant about saying that it's just talking, mind you, the shit that sells, you ain't motherfucker, a, a rapper doesn't sell. A motherfucker with, with melody and courses that are commercially successful, yeah. those should sell. So then those aren't just talking. Like I said, if that was a case, fucking my, my, my fucking my spoken word would be out the ground. I'd be a goddamn well, nigga. So it, well, you know well, what I'm saying? Well, it's well, about it is about singing and my getting real cashy shit that little twelve year old girls, thirty to to fucking washed out four year old bitches and fucking yeah. dance to, you know what I mean? So it it, it takes it's more than that. And I like what you're saying about segregation, which I don't know if that goes into the next story of uh, I'm not too sure if, if, this, if this bitch is trying to is she trying to go against dudes? What's well, the deal? No, I'll break um, this is a story that has been going on for a while. We hadn't brought it up on the show because I was waiting for kind of more of the story to kind of play itself out to get more information about it before we finally talked about it. But um, there's a MMA fighter that goes by the name of Fallon Fox, who is a transgendered MMA fighter. She was born a man. She was born a man. She is now a woman, and she has been competing in Miss Martial Arts fights, fighting other women. And she's been beating their asses, and she's been winning, and she's been hurting bitches. And they're trying to decide if it's if they should give her her license to continue to be able to compete in these tournaments. And 
my take on and actually i guess we could read the a uh, little bit of the article first uh did you want to read this one you or? can brother okay it says um as the controversy surrounding transgender fighter fallon fox continues to roll uh people uh with people from all aspects of the mma community weighing in the decision regarding whether she would be able to obtain a license has yet to be made with questions of safety for the female she will face uh being the primary concern the athletic commission has the daunting task of sorting through the limited amount of available data to make their decision and what will end up setting the precedent in mixed martial arts now this guy dr uh, ramona Crutis, who's an MD, has 11 years of experience and took the time to answer some questions for uh, the readers of uh, BloodyElbow.com, which of course sounds like an MMA thing, and he says um, they want to get a better grasp on it, and I think he has some good points. He said, when it comes to gender and sex, gender is more about identity. It's how you identify yourself. Sex is multi-layered. Hormonial, uh, chromosomally is what hormonally is what you are. Gender is how you identify yourself. So even though she, from her gender, she's transgender and she considers herself a woman, when you break down the chromosome, chromosomes and the hormones, she's still a fucking man. And now you have this man in this cage beating the shit out of women. It's kind of unfair, <laughs> right? <laughs> And the whole thing that breaks down is a lot of it comes down to uh, puberty. When you hit puberty, that defines kind of how your bone structure and everything is. And so there's a lot of people. And like I said, I've changed my opinion a lot on the whole transgender gay movement. I had a very different opinion about all this shit like three, four years ago. And through research and reading a lot of shit, like I look at it a completely different way. I do genuinely believe that people are born gay. And I do genuinely believe that people are born in the wrong sex if you will so i i sympathize with the people who feel like i was born and i should have been another sex i sympathize with the people but after you go through puberty your body you are who the fuck you are if you spent fucking 20 years developing as a man and then you start taking some medicine to become a woman you could identify as a woman and you could still be a attractive woman as we have shown on this show we have both been fooled multiple times by belly okay. bailey j and some other people that we thought were hot chicks and they turned out to be hot transgendered women and um but when it comes down to actually competing in sports and shit like this is kind of different we're talking about physical contact and until science can really get down in there in your chromosomes and change what you are biologically other than just how you look and how you sound how they if they can really break down the fucking dna and change you to another set they shouldn't let this happen no this is all bad this no this is all bad so. i mean i was when i i didn't read the whole article i was thinking myself that she wasn't trying to get in fight against male mma fighters yeah for, for this motherfucker to fight against other bitches like that's just not a good thing well I mean, I would love to see if she can get her ass whooped because in that case, and it, it's going to tread the finally break down the the wall of you know male versus female. But the fact that she was born as a dude, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there's there's going to there's going to be there's, there's always a side to a different fence. You know, another side to, to the fence. So I kind of want to see what's up. I want to see how bad she could beat bitches up, and then hopefully crossway and segue into the male thing and see how that goes. <laughs> She's actually she's been in at least like four or five fights. You can look them up on the. She YouTube ugly as hell. She looks like a dude. I mean, 
No, no, I mean, not that that means anything, but I'm just saying, though, like, why, why is yeah. she wasting her time? Does she want to fight, guys? Does she, does she want to kind of stay in the no, kitty? No, she wants to fight chick. Ah. No, she wants to fight chick. She we'll identifies as a woman, and she, <laughs> she, she wants to fight women, and she identifies as a woman, and a woman, and she wants to continue to fight women, and I think, like, once again, every, you have the bones, every and alcohol you have muscle like, mass. And, I'm sorry. <laughs> what no. was that? What I was understanding like every alcoholic domestic abuse uh, male's dream. You know what I'm saying? We're going yeah. We're going against bitches. Yeah. Let them live the dream. We all just start to live our dreams. Let them yeah, stand these hoes. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna sets change. Whoop these bitches. Ass. Oh. oh. Give, them, give them what but, they want. Um, what they need. <laughs> but. Yeah, this shit is wild. I'm completely against it. I first heard about the story on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast because uh, him being an MMA guy, um, it came up on his show. And he, much like me, is completely against it. And he actually had a more educated standpoint of it because he is a mixed martial. He's a black belt in, like, taekwondo. What? He's been... Um, Joe Rogan? Before. Yeah, you know, yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan. Yeah, man. that nigga's Joe, a beast. Joe Rogan? Oh, yes. This nigga, he's not just... He doesn't just do the commentary for mixed martial arts. He's been he's been doing commentary for twenty years, and he's also a black belt in fucking taekwondo, and has been doing this shit since like he was a kid. Like his initial thing was to be a martial artist, but he's like in his forties or whatever. And so back when he was younger, there really wasn't a way to make money off of it. So then that's why he started doing stand up comedy and acting and different things. But uh, yeah, so he knows this shit, and like his whole point of it is, he was like, I've watched thousands of MMA fights, and he was like, I know technique, and he was like, I know the difference between someone just being technically gifted and beating the shit out of someone, and when I see a man who can't fight who's beating the shit out of a woman, and he's like, this Fallon Fox chick looks like a untrained man who's just beating the shit out of women it, the women she has no fucking technique to it and i watched a couple of videos and yeah there's not a lot of technique to it it's just brute force of her running over these fucking chicks and so like i said i i'm yeah just it whooped that trick whooped that trick hey but uh kill yeah him. speaking of killing yep. or uh possibly killing what? I, I didn't, you know, you know what's funny is that I didn't know, I didn't know really about the fucking story. Cause you know what, on the real, I don't know what it was. Kind of, you know how I get to my, we all get into our little emo uh, shits. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even listening to the news. Um, just, I don't know what the fuck it was. I could uh, normally being at work, one time I could listen to the, you know, listen to the radio. Bitches complain so much, mind you. I, I work in a talking environment. The last thing another motherfucker wants to do is hear more talking. Me, I thrive on that shit. I hate the radio so I got that much. I rather listen to talk radio than listen to fucking whatever keep pop is on. And I and instead of hearing these bitches complain about huh? What are you gonna say? Oh no, I just said the hip hop. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. So, I pretty much I, I quit trying to argue with motherfuckers at work because they've complained. Why are you listening to talk radio for? All it is is talking. You're talking right now. How do you even listen to it? I'm like, because I'd rather listen to that than hear you bitches fucking babble. I really exactly. would. But, um, anyways, so I quit listening. I can't, and I, I don't know, I kind of disconnected myself from the world. Like I said, I got off the Facebook thing. I didn't know about this story, but I kept on seeing fucking memes about oh you can you can find where I am with my phone but you can't find an airplane yeah. so I'm like what the fuck what's going on and then so you wanna talk about this flight 370 
Fujanes. Yeah, and I'm not the fucking journalist on this situation neither, but um, yeah, the Malaysian Airlines flight, and actually I should check again, I hadn't checked this morning to see if there was any more um, news on it, but um, as of the last article um, that came out, they still haven't found this fucking flight 370. Let me uh, load it up. So they lost an airplane, right? So apparently there's an airplane that was going somewhere. I don't know where Malaysia is. I'm guessing it's Asian. So everybody saw some Asian-looking lady crying and making a big old scene about it. And then I'm hearing word about motherfuckers. Then apparently the, the Christians got involved and they're saying that God must have took up, went up and took them. And then uh, I remember I was talking to some, I was talking to some random crackhead and then she was telling me. Um, about some Christian lady that she was talking about how, you know, which, mind you, when anytime a crackhead starts talking about faith, it's all right, you know, God's talking through them, let that be known. Um, talking about how, you know, people will be disappearing, so you know how I'm, I'm, I'm into, that, into that crazy. The rapture, and, yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking, well, hey, that could be possible, because, I mean, how the fuck do you, and then they start thinking about the Bermuda Triangle, I'm not too sure if they went over this area. That's one of the stories that came up, like, the long i guess the i guess we'll just i'll just read the article because like i said same here i'm not well versed in it but this is a big story and uh basically the malaysian authorities have not ruled out a possible explanation for what happened to the malaysia airlines flight 370 but have said the evidence so far suggests it was deliberately turned back across malaysia to the strat of malacca with its communication systems disabled and they are unsure what happened next Um, so apparently the FBI is assisting in the investigation and um, the fouls were deleted from the flight simulator the course <coughs> the course change got programmed into the flight computer so they were like going in a certain direction and then somebody um, either had access to or hacked into the flight computer and changed the direction that it was going and then uh, one of the guys the co-pilot uh, uh, the last thing he said was all right good night and those were the final words from the cop pick guys to the air traffic control uh, the pilot's homes has been raided like they're trying to figure out what the fuck happened because they cannot find this fucking plane anywhere it has just up and disappeared and the other thing that's interesting um Uh, the other thing that is interesting is that there um, was like 270 something people on it. Like nobody has a cell phone. Like so, me being the conspiracy theorist that I am, and all the shit that's going on between the U.S. and between North Korea and with Russia and all this, you know, we're all just kind of sitting around waiting for motherfucking uh, World War Three. I wouldn't be surprised if this is something. I won't even call it a false flag. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is some type of terrorist thing that has happened and that this plane has gotten dropped somewhere inside of a fucking black box. So can't nobody communicate with some. I don't know. Now, where, where, where was it going? Was it coming here to the States or where was, where was it going? No, I don't think it I don't think it was coming to the States. Um, it was just a regular flight. Um, Why the fuck are we paying attention to this? I mean, not, not to sound because, rude. But, no, I, I get you. It comes to the fact that, for one, America is the world's police, so anytime anything uh. happens, America has to get involved in it. And then, two, the other thing with all the tensions in the world between... Uh, this music playing. Uh, with all the shit that uh, happens between the U.S. and with... Um, 
China and Russia and all this, this might, this is turned into an international thing of like, is this a terrorist attack? And if this is a terrorist attack, you know, what um, ally got fucking harmed in it? And then who needs to stand up for who? Who needs to do what? I guess the latest update is that a satellite image was released by China on Saturday, which offered the latest sign that wreckage from their airplane uh, that's been lost for more than two weeks could be in a remote uh, stretch of the southern Indian Ocean where planes and ships have been searching for three days. Uh, apparently, the image is showing an object 72 feet by 43 feet uh, was taken around noon last Tuesday in the water, and it is 75 miles south of where Australian satellite viewed two objects two days earlier. So, either that's the plane or the alien, maybe we about alien. What they want to do with motherfuckers from Malaysia, I have no idea. But I mean, at first I was thinking, well, maybe it's a hoax. But then I saw some, I saw some videos, some lady who just kind of was crying and she was bleeding. That's what really made me feel. That kind of gave me a bleeding heart over the situation because, mind you, these are lives. You know, yeah. we have no idea what's going on. The fact that something can be disappeared. I mean, that's. I feel like there's no way. How can we delete all this evidence? How can we, you know, erase all this shit? Um, yeah. You know, and mind you, part of me kind of wonders in this, you know, this goes the whole bait and switch team, the whole uh, uh, power, not manipulation, but the uh, sleight of hand fucking Jedi trick shit that kind of gets yeah. us away from going from paying attention to the Russia, you know, crap that's happening and them taking over, us having to pick sides. And then also a thing with, with Israel, which is, you know, forever ongoing with their shits. I mean, and kind of, and I don't want to go into this sort of thing, um, but I know there's, to me, one of the biggest conflicts to that, because I was getting too too deep into it, uh, with us kind of siding over, I forgot what Middle Eastern motherfuckers, because their allies with Russia, Obama kind of backing away from the whole Russia shit, because they're dealing with motherfuckers who, who we're getting money from, in which case we're fucking over motherfuckers from Israel, in which case we're kind of, not to say that, you know, people who are, uh, atheists or they're not going to think that the you know the Israels or Israelites are the chosen people but I mean those supposed to be our you know we're supposed to back them up you know they're supposed to be the, the little David and um, the fact that we're kind of going for where the guap is coming from and we're, we're fuck, fucking them over and there's eventually going to be a holy war and that's going to be really gnarly and that's kind of what made me want to just say fuck everything and I just listen to that Rick Rouse because I don't want to get involved with all them politics I want front row seats. That's all I'm saying. But uh, it is a fucked up situation. <laughs> oh, and there we go. Um, yeah. Okay. So, shots out to our um, Philadelphia correspondent. The uh, Malaysian flight was uh, going to China, and two thirds of the passengers are Chinese. So that's part of what the big deal is. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, it might be a terrorist situation. You know, and unfortunately, it. We owe them too much Living money. Why we care for them? than that. We owe them too much well, money. Well, no. That's the reason why we care, because we owe them so much money, because if the motherfuckers get pissed and call in on their debt, uh, we all going to have to speak Chinese and, you know, in a couple of years. Chinese. I already been saying, y'all motherfuckers better learn Cantonese or Mandarin. Better do it. I was at a buffet earlier. I know how important this is, but they talking shit about us. <laughs> and I didn't even know it. I just said a thousand times to like a lot of people when you talk into this whole not necessarily that the U.S. is going to crumble immediately and all that, but it's just like the fall of Rome. Like Rome didn't fall overnight, but it eventually fell. It was a mighty, mighty motherfucking empire, and it eventually fell. And at the end of the day, America is not Egypt. Well, I won't even get into it, but they did. Oh no, no, I was talking about. In Greece, man, um, I remember not too long ago when I, when Greece went bankrupt, those motherfuckers literally on fire 
running through the streets because they weren't going to be able to survive. Yeah. And it's fucked up, but yeah. I mean, yeah, that shouldn't happen in one day. But it sure shit does crumble fast, though. Yeah. But no, and America has only been the superpower that it has been since fucking World War Two. Like it was all about Europe. Europe was the mighty, mighty empire. You couldn't do nothing about it. But it was when Hitler went through, did his uh, war, and he fucking caused billions upon billions of dollars worth of damage in Europe and so Europe economy collapsed and then America was able to sneak in we got the motherfucking Nazi scientists uh, look up Operation Paperclip we got all the Nazi scientists to come over and help us win that space race because it was between America and Russia who's going to be the net superpower we won and that's the reason why we're the fucking world's police but we're slowly losing a grip on this shit and uh, China's up next to back because China done figured this shit out the motherfuckers is paid they know how to uh, keep they people in line they keep their kids in school six days a week they know that they got to keep their education going because without education you can't get no motherfucking where not even necessarily school education but just being fucking smart like having a fucking thirst for knowledge like china is going to be the next world power if it happens within our lifetime i wouldn't be surprised but yeah china america only has so long before we fall the fuck apart and yeah it's gonna be shots out to china so and, I mean, I guess it's just not wanting to fall into a panic because you're right. I mean, once it's time to call in that debt, you know, motherfucker, you owe. And what happens when you owe? Motherfuckers start messing fingers. You know what I mean? So, and, and we pretty much live in the districts of China from all across the fucking, all across our United States. So, I mean, we owe a lot. And, I mean, I guess so. I mean, once you fucking get caught with your fucking hand in the cookie jar, shit's gonna fall far. You know what I'm saying? I know a young motherfucker sneaks in, trying to put his hand in my daughter's cookie jar, some shit's gonna fly. Kind of to maybe go into the store. What happened in Texas? What happened in Texas? Just like how a Texas father shot a daughter's grown. A teenager in Harris County, Texas, was fatally shot by the father of a girl who sneaked the boy into her bedroom. Joe Ron McCormick, guess the race, um, 17, was shot earlier Thursday morning after the father of a 16-year-old girl found him in her bedroom. Apparently, he was first discovered when the girl's younger brother went to say good night and saw her two feet sticking out from under her bed. Or, and <laughs> the brother got his father, who confronted McCormick after the daughter reportedly claimed she did not know him. The man whose name was not, uh, who was not know was called 911. So this, this is a motherfucker inside the yeah, bed. She she like, I don't know him. No, oh, you dumb bitch. Like, really? So, she really fucked the nigga up because that and that goes back to the line. If people would just stop lying, this world would be a much better place if motherfuckers just kept it one hundred all the damn time. And Daddy, she was just I'm like, just you know what, father, you called. I know him. He ain't no stranger. Daddy, Daddy he got me pregnant. Daddy, I did. I didn't let him hit. I was just sucking on his dick, Daddy. Don't worry. That's all that was going on. Don't I promise. Trip, Daddy. Don't trip. We don't need don't no condoms. I just sucked him out. I know I got his balls on my breath, but don't even trip, Daddy. Good night, Daddy. All we love each other, Daddy. Don't worry. But if she would have kept him 100, maybe he wouldn't have tripped. I don't know. He would have lived. Because he died, right? He got shot. Shot some fire. I kind of just the story a little bit, but uh, needless to say. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, the nigga's dead because uh, the father went, uh, got into an argument with the team and opened fire when McCormick suddenly moved his hands. And uh, McCormick died at the scene, and deputies recovered a handgun from the home. So, yeah, uh, this I, motherfucker got I tapped. wonder if he played it off to the cops. Like, I wonder if he played the black card. Like, like uh, oh, no, there's a black man in my house. 
Yeah, we black family. I don't know where it was. a black man started waving his hand around, started all the jab talking. I didn't know if he was dancing or reaching for something. I just shot him, sir. I just shot him. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Officer, like, oh, well, you did the best no. thing you could. A wild nigga just sprinkled in here. And of course, you did what you could. You See, shot And what's fucked up is that the dad is black. So they don't give <laughs> a fuck about that. This nigga mm-hmm. is done. This nigga is done. If this was a white dude, yeah, we're gonna turn around into. It wouldn't even have said nothing about the boy sucking. It would have been a uh, boy broke into home, got found, shot dead. Father was protecting his uh, his snow bunny of a daughter, and it would have been a completely different motherfucking story. But yeah, this kid self-defense, is self-defense. Then in the self-defense. And this shit scares me too, though, because I know how many times. Like I remember one time in particular, I had I was over some chick house smashing when I was I was like seventeen, and the dad came home early from lunch, and I hid in her bedroom for like two hours because the nigga went to go take a shit, and I ran out that door and I took a different bus route back home. I had to get the fuck on out of there, and um, so I sympathize because I I could have I could have got popped. That could have been me. Well, and I'm trying to remember too, because there's a, and it's nothing to do with the, the race thing, but actually, and I, fuck, I forget where it's from, maybe it's not even worth mentioning. I don't know if you maybe heard about it. There was some lady who apparently, she was cute as hell too, she wish she was 17. Apparently yeah. she was like 37 years old, she got pregnant by some 13, 15 year old boy. Did you hear about that? Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe Trap can do some investigation. I'm gonna look on Instagram where I saw the Twitter originally, or I saw the story. But I know it was a big deal because, like I said, that crack, crack kid was talking to also happened to mention the story to me too. And I'm like, hmm, you a wealth of knowledge. But um, yeah, apparently some chick she was posting online, pretending to be like 13, 14, met some kid that was 15, and needs to say they was knocking boots bitch got pregnant find out she's 30 some years old which i don't know how actually i do believe it i had to put not to put her on yeah. blast sure she doesn't listen to the show but you know Susie from freddy's from, from foh yes that bitch yes. looked like she's so young because she'd still be doing young yeah. bitch shit drinking at the club taking the same pose in every picture that looks like fucking like yeah. she's got damn lizzie lohan and the same in every picture she looks like she's a little she looks like she's a little girl so I can yeah, see how this woman could have posed as one, but like, but why though? Why? You figure, I mean, how lonely does a bitch gotta be? Because I'm pretty sure she can go to the club and get any motherfucker that she wanted to. I'm pretty sure somebody would want to date rape her. You know what I'm saying? With that, no hands down. But why she want to go to get a, get a little kid? Does she want to be in control? Does she really just have the pedal mind state that she wants to aim for a little kid? Like you figure she'd want to go against a big, you know, ten pound monster, you know? But I don't. Know. You didn't. You didn't hear about the story. I don't think I heard it. No, I don't think I heard about it. Because I've been the same way. I ain't really been on the news too much lately. I these are the or some of the shit that I came across over the past week or so. But yeah, same here. I ain't really been on it. And there's so many stories. A lot of those stories are starting to blend together. <clears throat> a lot of those stories yeah. are starting to blend together. So many fucking chicks, fucking younger dudes, and I'm just so upset because when I was fucking. 15 with a rock hard dick wasn't none of these older ladies trying to hop on it so i'm Yo, just I'm like, a little like where were all the fucked up mentally mentally deranged from when i was young i mean sure i was 300 something pounds but still where was y'all at and i'm trying to wonder at least... <laughs> oh go ahead no i wasn't gonna say nothing yet at least what <laughs> No, I was just gonna say there was at least a handful of teachers I would up smash. I'm just saying, I'm just saying I didn't have the luck. I don't know. 
But you, and and I don't like I said I don't know if it's a mentally deranged thing or I said that word or it's my phrase. But I mean I don't know if it's just that we just a whole new class of lonely though with the, with just the way the way shit is. So I know like and, and this is kind of what I wanted to our last episode to be about because um, I wanted us to do the weekly thing. And I don't know what it is. I found myself being real like detached from society to where. Because I'm 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 lively, I want to say, and I know I like I like being the host of events, um, but I know after after my failed attempts at what well, I don't say failed attempts, but when I was when I was in that management position for you know those those two one of the artists, when I would go out with them, <laughs> I just felt so pulled away from the world, brother, to where I really felt God or whatever sort of deity that sprinkles all this uh, this fucking superstition on top of my mind and my heart. Where I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing here? Do you really want to be amongst these motherfuckers? Do you really want to represent this kind of shit? Like, what are you doing here? What the fuck? Get the hell out of here. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh! And just a little voodoo spell of me feeling, feeling real uncomfortable and just like, well, like, just shut in. It just hits me like, man, I really hate the yeah. world. Like, what the fuck? And so I don't know if, it, if it's that, if it's what, what are you going to say? No, go ahead, because I was going to say why I hate the world, too, but no, go ahead and finish. Well, I mean, the world's terrible, but it's just, it's just one of those sort of things where I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to associate. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And yeah. it's a terrible thing because then, because then, and then, I, cause then after all that, you know, being out amongst and even though you're around all these sort of shits and I started realizing, you know, how easy shit is when you have money and the right company because you're like oh wow this shit came to me really easily but it's kind of just like you feel so disgusted by it but then I, but then I'm home alone and then I just feel hatred even more because I had to cocoon myself and I'm like is this why I need my own cult of a band of merry followers that will understand me because you know I don't know it's, it's weird all it takes is a call I'm gonna just do that fuck it let's make a call and I'll, I'll live happy ever after hello fucking Jim Jones that's all we ever need. That's all we ever need is a motherfucking cult. That's all we ever fucking need. But uh, I was gonna say the fucking hating people. I hate to admit it, but uh, I'm starting to um, become racist. The more and more I work at the welcome to the club, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to join the uh, the cult of uh, Soul Pop. I guess I might be the first member because uh, <laughs> oh, I got a few of my uh, sleep. Uh, as much as I, I keep going with <laughs> as much as I think that their women are so motherfucking beautiful, I cannot stand Indians, and I'm not being politically incorrect. Like savage about Native Indians? Americans, I'm talking Indians from India, the motherfuckers uh, from Red Overseas, Dot Indians, the Red Dot Manny Patel Indians. I'm starting to hate these motherfuckers. Why? Because you work with them? Do you have what? Indians? Well, you work in the IT field. There has to be a bunch well, of Indians. Yeah. Well, so there's no Indians per se at the job, but you know, I'm doing IT stuff, but it's more call center over the phone IT stuff. So I talk to people over the phone and help them with their network, different things like that. And every one of these motherfucking Indians I get it's always a bad call and it's always a they know every fucking thing and i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about my question is why the fuck are you calling me for help why are you contacting tech support if you already fucking know 
I hate these motherfuckers. I had one guy in particular. I'm not even going to go into the whole thing, but I was on the phone with him for an hour, and I had to raise my voice to him at one point because he kept trying to talk over me because part of it, it was a language barrier thing. He spelled, he, you know, I asked for his name, you know, as I'm getting his account stuff together, I asked, uh, you know, for his name, and he told me his name. I couldn't understand how he pronounced it. I said it back, and he said that I had pronounced it wrong, and he said it back, and I repeated the same exact thing, and he was like, no. I was like, can you spell it? He spelled it out, and I was okay and i repeated back the spelling he's like no you're not listening he spelled the same shit again i was like that's what i just said and then i'm on the phone with this motherfucker for an hour and we go through this whole convoluted thing of how he's trying to make his uh voiceover ip system work which is technologically impossible for it to work the way that it works but i'm trying to be nice to this guy and make this shit work and i figured a workaround to do what he was trying to do and what was that no, my bad, my bad. I was. Oh. <laughs> and uh, we go through all this, and we get to the end of the call, and he's like, "Well, never mind. Just undo all of that. You just took away an hour of my motherfucking life." Wow. And everyone, these Manny Patels, I get on the phone with, they know every motherfucking thing, and you can't tell them any goddamn <laughs> thing. Manny Patel. And I'm just. Every time I talk to one of these Manny Patels, man, I'm starting to, and now it's getting to the point where when I first get on the phone with one of them, the second they start talking, I'm like, this is going to be a bad call. I'm going to get into it with this motherfucker because he know every goddamn thing. But once again, if you know every fucking thing, don't fucking call me for help. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And speaking of people who can't call anyone for help, apparently there was an explosion in Harlem and the death toll has risen as rescue workers search rumble for victims. Now, um, apparently using sound devices to probe for voices and telescopic cameras to appear in small spaces, workers search in a pile of rubble from a gas explosion in New York City continue to treat it as a rescue operation, holding on to the possibility of finding survivors from a blast that brought down two apartment buildings and killed at least eight people. You have to think of survivors and working the way with hope. Um, it says the search work was going slow with 40 to 50% of the debris moved by um, whatever. When was this? A week ago. And um, so, yeah, they've been uh, removing debris and all that on the site. And, um, yeah, about eight people are dead so far. And uh, motherfuckers is dead. It says at least five people were unaccounted for after the deafening blast Wednesday morning destroyed two five-story East Harlem apartment buildings at Park Avenue on 116th Street uh, that were served uh, served by 1887 Cass Iron Gas Main. Uh, more than 60 people were injured and investigators tried to pinpoint the leak and determine whether it had anything to do with the city's aging gas and water mains, some from the 1800s. And this is actually interesting because this goes back to, um, I read a book last year that was real interesting called um, The World Without Us. And um, Black folk? And actually, uh, well, no. <laughs> I'm like, is that why we didn't care if it was in Harlem? I mean, I, that shit just me up. Fuck it. The uh, World Without Us was actually a real interesting book because just to um, I throw it out there, one thing I've been really investigating for the past um, couple of years, just reading a lot of shit on, is exactly how long man has been advanced in doing shit on Earth. The age-old story goes that 6,000 years ago, the Egyptians and the Sumerians popped up, and that civilization has been going on and on since then. Now, um, there's been a lot of evidence that the world 
if you will, and advancements on Earth have been going on for a lot fucking longer than that. Some cases being even maybe as possible as that and has been intelligent and doing shit and building cities and shit uh, for a hundred thousand years now. Now, one of the things that always comes up is, um, you know, because you have the uh, pyramids that, as a um, smoking gun where the pyramids, uh, uh, Graham Hancock, John Anthony West, Robert Schock, uh, Robert Bouval, a bunch of archaeologists have been uh, studying the water erosion damage on the pyramids and Trap have said – Shouts out to Trav Lord. He's been, you know, on it. That's actually how me and Trav became friends. Is uh, we found out we were into some similar shit and started, uh, you know, just you know, chopping up about shit like this that you know you don't see brought up in mainstream news. And um, so with all this uh, research going on, they've come to the conclusion that they think that the pyramids may be like forty five thousand years old. Now the Egyptologists who are um, against it, they're like, well, if the pyramids are 45,000 years old, why isn't there anything else anywhere else on the planet that is this old? Now, the thing is that a lot of people don't know of is that Earth just got out of an ice age 12,000 years ago. So if you go back more than 12,000 years ago, the Earth was frozen. The great majority of the Earth, minus what was around the equator, was frozen. And uh, ice age similar to like you could look at antarctica antarctica is essentially in an ice age now there's miles upon miles of ice on top of it with the um with the earth moving the way it's moving and all that it's you know it grinds anything to a fine salt salt that's underneath it so when people ask okay where well, if there was cities you know 10 to 15 to twenty thousand years ago where are they well if there was an ice age all that shit could have got wiped out during then the other thing you got to think of is during the Ice Age, there was a lot less water. The water levels were a hell of a lot further down. And if a lot of these civilizations weren't quite as, as advanced as us, they would be living more to the coastline. And when the Ice Age ended and all the water got up, all those cities got washed out into the water. And so the reason why I bring all this up is that it goes to a lot of people aren't aware of a lot of these mains and a lot of these buildings on all this shit that are hundreds of years old. Let's say something happened and two-thirds of the world just disappear tomorrow and the only people that are left are in the jungles of South America and in the jungles of Africa and up in the fucking small villages up in Europe and it takes 10,000 years for everyone to rebuild and get back to some type of civilization if you will what will still be standing? None of this shit is still going to be standing. All these pipes as you see are falling apart. These fucking buildings are not going to be here. We have no idea how long man has been doing shit on earth because anything man makes will crumble yeah. so how many, and I, i'm curious to you know how many times it's done fall then you know we've risen things up you know kind yeah. of like to go back to the whole egyptian pyramid like shenanigans. yeah and that goes to and that's the reason why like i'm big on egypt uh on egypt uh not even necessarily because they were black people they were in africa a lot of people like to think that you know egyptians there was no way they were black there's no way there was black people in africa but uh, besides all that, the reason why the Egyptians and the Sumerians are so interesting because that was the start of recorded history. But they popped up with their own developed languages, writings, mathematics. Like they just popped up out of nowhere with all this information. That information came from somewhere. There was something before them. So as we look at the Egyptians and the Sumerians as the start of the story, they're the start of the rebuilding of the story and so i just find it interesting like i said when i see shit like this like shit falls apart and so it's easy for a civilization to crumble into you know uh, let's take america for example let's say 
let's say World War Three happens, and let's say it's a biological war. Let's say we don't use nukes. Biologically, we kill everybody, and like I said, just motherfuckers in the jungles uh, are the only ones that survive. And it takes 20, 10, 20,000 years for them to grow and get back to a certain standpoint where they can come back. And let's say it takes them 20,000 years to get back to America. What is going to be left standing? There's only two things that are going to be left standing in America, and that's the Hoover Dam will still be around 20,000 years from now and Mount Rushmore. And when they look at the Mount Rushmore in particular, they're going to look at that and be like, oh, look, these were those people gods. No, they weren't their gods. That was their president. But you can't understand this ancient civilization, so you turn into mythology, you turn into religion, you turn into this, you turn into that, not knowing that, no, that might have been an advanced civilization that was doing something completely different, but you're trying to figure out how to equate it to what you know because they weren't that advanced back then. So it's just a lot of people don't know fucking history. There's there's a lot more to history than a lot of people realize. And actually, one other conspiracy I'm gonna pass to uh, 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 Dick Popo because he brought up Israel earlier uh, a minute ago. I'm gonna just hit you with this: break down the word Israel to the uh, the two letters each, the is, ra, and l, and you have ISIS, you have ra, oh yeah, and yeah. you have l. There's no telling where Israel actually came from. I'm just saying. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying. And and. and <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? What L is supposed to be is the, the Hebrew equivalent to the word of God, the word God. And I know that most of the most of the words they they do increment and actually what? tell the whole story, like the holy name of God, uh, of the Lord, and and yeah. is, is Yahweh, and even that. A, apparently, mind you, I don't, I don't speak Hebrew, but the, the, that word in itself breaks down the five original books that's in the Bible. But uh, the yeah. L part, though, it is supposed to signify the God, which would probably make it them being chosen. I don't know. Ra, it actually means destruction, dude. And it means like fucking, like all this yeah. carnage and shit like that, which I laughed at. Those are my initials. Cut this <laughs> Destroyer of the vagina, and, uh, but destroying uh, and so whatnot yeah, so. and, and things of that nature. I think that kind of go into what apparently is the who was who was that dude who played basketball? Magic Johnson was it? Who was yeah, the dude yeah. who survived the AIDS? Yeah, and that does segue perfectly into uh, the last two stories of uh, today. This uh, first story came from earlier this month, and I think is very motherfucking interesting. Uh, the story is, according to CNN, that the second baby has possibly been cured of HIV. Uh, Vital Signs uh, is the monthly program bringing viewer on oh, no, something else. It says uh, the first time it happened almost by accident. Just after, uh, just hours after delivery, a baby born with HIV in Mississippi was given high doses of three antiviral drugs. More than three years later, doctors say the little girl has no evidence of the life-threatening disease in her blood, despite being off of medication for nearly two years. Now doctors say another child born with the virus appears to be free of HIV after receiving similar treatment. The case report was presented at the annual conference of the retroviruses and opportunistic infections in Boston this week. The girl was delivered at Miller's Children's Hospital in Long Beach, California last summer to a mother with HIV who had not received antiviral drugs during pregnancy. Doctors gave the baby high doses of three drugs, AZT, 3TC, and Neverprin, uh, four hours after birth. 11 days later, the viruses were undetected in her body and remain undetectable eight months later. 
But it doesn't and, kill the virus, though. It just, they no longer show signs of it. I don't get it, because I, I was reading along, and it said that it doesn't, it no longer, it doesn't kill the virus, though. So how does that, how does that work? How do they no longer have traces of it, but it kills it? See, and that's the thing that's interesting with a lot of viruses, is that, for instance, the virus, or the, um, um... Kind of like herpes, like, you may not be showing, but it's still there. It's still there, but it's more, it's kind of like all these diseases, and uh, there's even stories, a lot of people, uh, I can't remember dude's name off the top of my head, um, Dr., ah, I forgot the dude's name, but he was on, once again, on the Joe Rogan Show, and um, he's been research, uh, researching HIV and AIDS for a long time, and he believes that AIDS and HIV doesn't have anything to do with one another, and that HIV is actually a very weak um, cold that's similar to like the common cold that everyone gets but it's just it's a very um, deficient virus if you will and that AIDS is actually caused by the breaking down of your immune system and that once your immune system is fucked up then um, that's when uh, you start to get hit with AIDS and his whole point that he pointed back to was in America the big AIDS scare came in the 80s it came in the gay scene the gay scene during then uh, it wasn't necessarily they were just fucking non-stop and they couldn't keep their dicks in their pants a lot of it in that scene that a lot of those people were getting AIDS was um, there was a lot of drug use going on there was a lot of cocaine abuse there was a lot of crack cocaine abuse there was a lot of uh, meth abuse after you're using all these drugs for so long it starts to beat up your fucking immune system and then that's when AIDS is popping up in these people he also pointed at in Africa where it's real big in certain areas where it's like 25% of the population have AIDS it's more in areas where there's a lot of malnutrition people so it's not in the cities because everybody they see the little african kids with the bellies and all that and they think that's how the entire continent of africa is there's a lot of cities very similar to america but they don't show that on tv with the malnutrition africans who are uh, suffering from hiv it's the same thing their bodies are falling apart because they're not getting the right nutritions and all that and so their immune system starts to fall apart and so um that's the whole thing with this uh, HIV thing is that, you know, with uh, different diseases and all that, you can essentially turn it off where you still have it, but you're not really affected by it because now it's a deficient um, virus. It's just like um, shingles. Anybody who has ever had chicken pots, you actually have shingles too, and it's just a matter of the shingles ever turns on at some point in your life. But yeah, if you've had chicken pots before, you have shingles, and so you may get affected by that, or it may just not turn on. So it's kind of like that. Viruses are in your body, but it's a matter of they're turning off or turning off. So. Well, right. I mean, and then one thing I wonder too is the fact that I wonder if it's gonna go to where it's treated for a little bit. It kind of, once again, they they know for sure that it's not killing the virus, so it's kind of still living there for a bit. I wonder once they grow up and they start being, you know, uh, scandalous like they mama, and they start fucking around. I wonder if it's gonna <laughs> then showcase that hey, these, yeah, these, you know, is it, is this is this, and can, this is just theory, but I mean, is this gonna kind of cause like a, a tumble of you know we all can be kind of infected with this shit can it spread you know can this go you know unknowingly because honestly how often people get checkups and things like that but that is a grand feat though and i'm glad that we're doing something I mean, lord knows that we can we could have killed this damn shit a long time ago but i mean we need a we need a way to to kill motherfuckers all you know thank you tobacco um and that's 
that's the thing going back to fucking what was the last disease that got cured it was polio and the motherfucker who cured polio died poor because he didn't patent the shit he could have become a billionaire but he didn't want to because he wasn't trying to make money he was trying to fucking save people and we're not in the business of saving people we're in the business of getting motherfucking and shots out to trap dr Duesberg. that was his name if uh anybody look up dr Duesberg. he has a very interesting take on hiv and he has some clinical ideas of it and once again he was on uh yeah peter Duesberg. he was on the joe rogan show and he's one of those guys you know you have these conspiracy theorists and all that and, oh he's a conspiracy theorist that's that's full of crap but he his self he was like no he's like the whole thing with AIDS is that they're giving you these um, drugs that are supposed to be prolonging your life, but it's actually keeping the AIDS stronger because they're trying to make money off of it and all that. And he was like, I have medical proof. And he was like, if anybody wants to debate me, I'll debate any motherfucking doctor who doesn't agree with me. And no one will debate with this man. And I got to say, when you have a situation where you have one guy who's saying something that's completely against the mainstream and he's willing to debate anyone who disagrees with him, but no one wants to dis uh, debate him, maybe it's because he's on to something. And maybe that these other motherfuckers don't want to debate with him because they know that he's right and they're trying to get this guap. They're trying to keep getting this money. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. And that actually uh, segues into the last thing. Uh, shouts out to uh, the big homie Hater Rotsi, who is back. Who uh, this kind of adds to the second uh, child being cured of AIDS. Um, if you do a Google search of uh, patent, let me see if I can bring up the number. If you do a Google search of uh, U.S. patent 5676977, it is a U.S. patent with a uh, method of curing AIDS with some type of molecular crystal devices and it breaks down um, it shows the inventors and all that and it shows that this uh, cure for AIDS was set to be patented in May 31st of 1996 so I don't I'm not necessarily saying that this is legit and that this is the cure for AIDS but there has been a patent on the cure for AIDS for damn near 20 motherfucking years now and anyone with any good sense will tell you that Magic Johnson does not have motherfucking AIDS and has not had AIDS for a very long time I'm just saying maybe the maybe this uh, Marvin S. Annelman who uh, invented this shit maybe he was a Lakers fan and maybe he helped the motherfucker magic out world because <laughs> he saw his hero was dying I'm just putting that out there I don't know Yo, love love is strong. Let me tell you, love is strong. I know, I was trying to look up. I'm trying to see when did Magic Johnson get HIV. Because if this time, if this uh, motherfucking thing pans out uh, the same. Let me see. Uh, that was the early 90s. I know you ain't really a basketball person. My internet's moving. No, so I just know that, that motherfucker had some restaurants. And, uh, you know, people was like, <laughs> I mean, he had, I don't know. I, I I don't know the whole deal, but all I know is that he had the cure for AIDS. That's all I know, and I know this one because I think I heard it on a Kanye West song. <laughs> but Matt he, Johnson I mean, got a cure. I mean, for like, AIDS. yeah, but I mean, money do get you though. I mean, you can't say that. And that's kind of that's another reason why I kind of hate the world. You know what I'm saying? One fucker so broke. Yeah. And that's the reason why it goes back to the um, that statement that money is the root of all evil 
and I genuinely motherfucking believe that whether you're and I've I've spoken my um, spiritual beliefs uh, many a times on the show, but that's the reason why. Um, oh wait, I've got another year with Patton. Oh yeah, it was 1992 when Matt Patton right here was a couple years later. He just sent me another Patton number. I want to look this up. U.S. Patton. Um, Six six three zero five zero seven. I'm gonna look this shit up if my internet stops fucking up. So uh, let me see what this patent is. But um, yeah, magic. I gotta say, man, I don't think fucking mar. Oh, oh, there's a marijuana patent, which is a six six three zero five zero seven. If my shit would fucking load up, you got any luck with uh internet over there? Um, my shit is, is fucking up. Should be fucking up, y'all. My shit should be fucking up. I'm reloading. I actually didn't want to stop this show, and I'm actually pissing right now. But let's keep going. Let's keep this thing going. Go ahead, and put him on camera. Popo is uh, currently taking a piss. This is uh, this is podcast gold right now. Well, <laughs> fucking podcast gold. That's how you keep it 300. Fuck, keep it at 100. We keep it 300 on the IBHM podcast. But, uh, okay, I think my internet's moving again now. This fucking patent comes up. But, yeah, I've, um, I am one of those conspir- uh, conspiracy theorist people who do genuinely believe that, um, Can you hear fucking me? A- No, yo, Mike was Motherfucker, yo, I, I tried to, I tried muting and unmuting because I didn't, I didn't want you to hear the dick grizzles. But I was like, if I wasn't just a quarter chub right now, I really would showcase it, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Papa about to show the goal. He's trying to uh the 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 Fuck it, uh my motherfucking internet don't wanna work. Let me see, I'm gonna see if I can reboot this shit, cause uh my shit is fucked up right now. But uh I am one of those uh conspiracy theorists, if you will, that do genuinely believe that um I don't know. I do genuinely believe that fucking AIDS was fucking hand designed, and the, the main reason why I think uh, uh, fucking pissy Papa, I'm trapping. Pissy Papa. Pissy Papa. Fucking. Uh, I am one of those people who do believe that uh, there is some fuckery to the whole AIDS thing, because um, a lot of it is fucking population control, and actually that brings up another fucking. I wasn't even planning on bringing this up, but I do want to bring this up right now, and my fucking internet needs to work, um, because I don't think we brought this up on the show before, so I'm going to ask Papa, have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? Nah, I wish I did know, so I said I wish I did know, so I did <laughs> fucking uh I'm gonna just bring up the Wikipedia of it real quick. Um Georgia Guidestones. I came across this about a year ago and um I don't know, it's kinda chilling. Like you could take it how you wanna take it, you can take it seriously, you can take it as a joke, you can take it as a oh you guys are looking too deep into it. But the Georgia Guidestone is a granite monument in Elbert County, Georgia, USA, and a message is clearly conveying a set of ten guidelines that is inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages, and a sort short you know, shorter message is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient languages, including Babylonian, Classic Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphs. 
The structure is sometimes referred to as an American Stonehenge. The monument is 19 feet uh, tall and made from six granite slant, the slabs. Now, on this uh, thing, it inscribes a uh, message. Uh, it says uh, the message contains six, uh, 10 guidelines or principles. And uh, there's one language on each, each face of the four large upright stones. Uh, moving clockwise around the structure, going from due north, the languages on this thing is English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindu, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. These 10 guidelines say to maintain humanity under a half a billion people in perpetual balance with nature, to guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, unite humanity with a living new language, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts, let all nations rule eternally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love. Seek in harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. It states it twice. Now, the thing that's interesting with this is this sounds like the guidelines to the new world order. And for anyone who says that, because it sounds, a lot of that shit sounds fucking fantastic. Like, yeah, peace, harmony, love, you know, unity, all that. Yeah, I'm all for that. But if you go back to the, if you go back to the first one, it is asking for only a, and excuse me, I said a, um, half, yeah, half a billion. Uh, they're asking for there to only be a half a billion people on earth. There's like six billion people on earth right now. So that would be calling for the death of six and a half billion people on earth that's 95 percent man i know i did that math wrong but <laughs> fucking, that's a great percentage of people on earth that this thing is saying should be dead to in order to put balance and um and yeah and like trap said people only get upset over that um that um population one but the thing is uh, that was real interesting to me is that there's um, no one knows who built this thing, and, and it was came up in June 1979, and the unknown person or persons use the synonym R.C. Christian, so that's the name that is being said as the person, the founder of it, and if you do a little research in Illuminati history and go back to the Rosicrucians, R.C. was one of the original, or he was the founder of the, the Rosicrucians, who were later believed to be infiltrated by the Illuminati and being part of all that, and once again Again, the Illuminati is tied with the New World Order, and this is not some cartoon. This is a real-life monument that you could drive to Florida and see this thing standing up. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. That might be the Ten Commandments for the New World. I'm just putting that out there. I believe in the pop. <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, it, uh, I take it as a guy when shit goes to hell and we're rebuilding, not let's kill nine to ten, uh, um, ten, nine tenths of the population. I do agree with that. And I think that that's part of the great reason why there's so many different languages on there because languages, um, only live for so long. That's the reason why, like, the Egyptians, uh, it's so fascinating. A lot of people are fascinated by the Egyptians because they wrote a lot of shit through math because it's one thing languages english spanish all this shit is going to disappear one day the one thing that will always stay true is one plus one will always be two mathematics will always be the same and so you can speak in multiple languages but if you speak through mathematics soon as someone figures out mathematics they'll be able to figure out what you're trying to tell them so just putting that out there and then this other patent real quick 
um, from Trav was from October 7th of 2003, and it's to use canna, cannabinoids as antioxidants and neuroprotectants. And this was um, someone, let's see, Aiden Hampson and a couple other people who patent marijuana basically medical marijuana and this goes back fucking this was found in 2001 so once again i mean the government ain't shit they've been all this shit all this fucking cure for aids they had the shit back when they cured magic johnson this fucking uh marijuana being uh curing different diseases and helping with different things that fucking patzel and all this uh xanax that they got us on you could get the same shit from a natural plant that's been on earth for millions of fucking years people have been aware of this they've been making as much money as they fucking can before they uh, lose a grip on it and um the world ain't shit it ain't shit camera's on you papa Mm. Oh, look depressed now. My, my, my face is disgust. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's because um, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a real dark place right now. I'm actually in a in a shitter right now. But uh, I was told earlier because 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 my driving or whatever, I had to drive my granddad. You know, we're through shopping, and she was telling me she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, no, slow down. She's like, I want to live, and and I I kind of felt really jaded when I told her like. Why? I can give a fuck if I'm alive, and I just felt like I felt really dark. I'm like, oh shit! I shouldn't tell yeah. my grandma this. She's probably gonna get really freaked out. I don't want to make her all depressed. She already gets mad enough that I ain't married, having fun. Oh. She's like, why? <laughs> really, the, the world ain't shit, yeah. <laughs> It really ain't. But um, and no, you're right. And actually, I was I was gonna make a real funny reference, and just to show how stupid and how girly I am, I was gonna make a reference to the movie Mean Girls. There's a line where this bitch talks about, um, I guess she's in some advanced math class, and, and the bitch asks her, "Ew, why?" She's like, "She's like math is the same in every language." Cause I guess the, she came from Africa or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. It was it was funny to me, and but yeah. Just mind blowing. That actually. Yeah. No. No. Keep going. I was gonna say nothing. I'm trying to unbuck my pants so I can take a shit on the logo. <laughs> no, I was gonna say uh, no, and that whole that math is the same in every language. It goes back to like I said, if uh, everybody disappeared and it took twenty thousand years for somebody to get back to North America, and the only two things standing left being the fucking uh, um, what you call it, the um the hoover dam and the uh mount rushmore the thing that's interesting within uh hoover dam there's a star map so and i believe the same thing with hoover dam and i think uh mount rushmore if i'm not mistaken but i could be wrong but both of them have star maps in them where they didn't write on there the date of that this was made on this date because (laughs) the years who knows the year like who knows if this is 2013 like this could be year whatever but the important thing is that inside of each one of them they put star maps and what they did was they put a picture inside of it of what the stars looked like on the day it was created because the dates will always change but how the stars align if once you figure out how that shit works you can look into the stars you can look at that map and you can pinpoint how long ago that was created so i think the americans are also onto something that dates change languages change math and the stars are forever astrotheology people look it up so on that note i think that uh papa was dropping a turd because he just uh hit mute on the mic so uh I'm why would you assume and, such uh, things brother why would you assume such <laughs> things you're right 
that's why this is the realest motherfucking podcast you guys have heard. Um, real, real. Real. We keep Dick it guys, really, really real. Just no damn reason. Just Uncle to keep Rock it crunk. Turn, turn down for what? That's all I got to say. But uh, before <laughs> we get out of here... <laughs> that actually became one of What's up? I'll say no the other no, day. Go ahead, go ahead. I forgot who I was arguing with, who I was talking to. Was it with you? Oh no, we haven't talked in a minute because I don't know what the fuck was going on, what the situation was, and I was like, turn down for what? For what? Turn down for what? Like it was for that, that was the, that was the reason for anything. For what? TD. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So I, it, it, it's that time already. I think it is about that time for. Dedication. Dedication. Mm. So, uh, you want to take it first, or you want me to take it first? Cause I, you know, I keeps a dedication. I crush weekly, so I keeps a dedication on that. Actually, so, I did, and I think am I correct in what I saw on uh, our Evernotes? Was that your dedication that I saw on the on the on the link? On the link. Yeah. Okay. Don't say yeah. Why? Well, I, I, I just saw the. You know, my I just saw the first link. The second link took me to some shit. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But anyways, okay. I'm gonna be the controversial one in my selection this time, and I really didn't necessarily. Once again, okay. didn't have a fucking pick. Um, but a friend of mine who swears to God, maybe because I haven't tried to fuck her yet, that I'm gay. She sent me this. Well, she she she, she, know, she knows that I ain't because I try to fuck with her another damn time. But she gets really offended the fact that I ain't tried to dick her yet. So she always throws a yeah. fucking the gay thing at me. Then and then because I'm real silly and I speak with a lisp and I fucking praise and I idolize goddamn pretty Mercury. Um, she sends yeah. me a and and actually I just Wait, put it in the she sent you a what? Wait, she you broke me, up. She sent you a what? She sent me a picture of something, some real pretty. And uh, I put it in the notes. Tell me if you. Oh, fuck. I guess it didn't save. Ain't that a motherfucker? Uh, Goddamn it. Yeah, I got to see it. Is it in the links? Do you see it? Well, it's I got to reload it because I got. Because you know what? I don't, I don't I think it was it. working. <laughs> I don't think it was working. I'm actually going to have to send you a picture of this. This woman. Um, her name. Fuck. I already forget her name. Oh, uh, shit. This is really bad. Did you get the link to it or no? No, it doesn't show me the link. No. Uh, okay, well then I don't fucked up. Um, her name is, if you want to type this in, uh, Carmen, C-A-R-M-E-N, last okay. name Carrera, uh, C-A-R-R-E-R-A. E-R-A. Yeah, and she'd probably be like the second to last, maybe second thing that pops up. Um, and I'm going to actually send you this picture to your phone because this is what she sent me. And okay. mind you, mind you, I love my bitches as pale as, you know, as, as I don't know what, as, you know, I, I like in the story of, uh, of Mary Had a Little Lamb, the, you know, I like my least as white as snow, but she sent me this one and I couldn't deny it, you know what I'm saying? I can't deny it when there's a bad bitch. Um, yeah. and you let me know when you can see this picture and I'm going to actually zoom in as much experience. I need to see your face once you see this. Um, did you pull it up? No, did you, you, know, you text me? Yeah, I just texted it to you. Right, that shit might take a while, I guess. Anyways, um, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to say exactly, because I don't know what the fuck she does. I'm not sure if she's a model, and I, I should probably load it up on Google. And gosh darn it. I really wasn't ready. I ain't ready. The world ain't ready. 
for such tra- for such oh. fucking tra- travesty. Um, but oh, I'm pretty, well, pretty sure I'm pretty sure she's the fucking model though. Um, I know she has an Instagram, and that's the link that I tried putting on there. Um, like I said, her name is uh, is Carmen Carrera. Apparently, she was born with the first name Christopher. <laughs> and uh, this bitch is a guy. Oh, I was gonna say we don't have another tranny, do we? We do. We have a, we have another tranny for the fucking list, and I want to say this is the the tranny of all trannies. This is the Mona Lisa of trannies. Um, because you have the picture, right? Do you, do you see her waist? Yeah. That waist with them hips apparently had a dick swinging in between it at one point. No. Actually, this is the chick that came up not too long ago. No way. This is, if I'm, I'm loading it up, this is that chick that uh, is trying to become a Victoria's Secret model, yes. right? Yes, actually it is. Oh. And I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that until um, I, saw, I, I looked up the name when I was sending you links. And I'm telling, oh, because I think I made a gay joke. Oh, actually, no, my friend hits me with this one thing. I said something about some being gay. She takes it really offensively because she's a strong LBGT supporter or whatever. And knowing damn well, you know, how I am. But still, she loves to give me shit. So she sends me a meme with Freddie Mercury saying, the next time you call something, the next time you call Justin Bieber gay, remember you're offending Freddie Mercury. And I was like, oh, you know, word, 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 moment of silence. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm ready. And then she sends me a picture of this bitch. I'm thinking, oh, you know, because mind you, you know how I, I like my girls pale and I like them geek. So the fact that yeah. this bitch is bad, it doesn't really wow me. You know what I'm saying? Would I, would I, would I yap at her fat the chest? Sure, of course. I got the dick. But then, you know, she hits me with the, yeah, this motherfucker used to have a dick. And science, man. Science scares me. This this is why I don't Yo. mind being an ignorant, you know, church living under a rock bastard because the world scares me. Yo, and I've said this to my girl a bunch of times, but I haven't said it on the show. I genuinely believe, give it, shit, maybe even 25, but give it at least 50 years. I think the world's view on sexuality is going to be completely different. I think within 50 years... I think the great majority of people will be pansexual. And by pansexual, that's the people who they're just attracted to people. They it's because a lot of people are like, well, that's bisexual. Well, no, because bisexual people You're they sure. like men or they like women. And pansexual women are if they're attracted to somebody, they're just attracted to the person. They don't put genders to it. And I genuinely believe that we're getting close to fucking pansexuality in America because I'm going to put this picture. Anybody who's watching this live, if not, go ahead and go to our page. Put this picture on here. That uh, is Carmen Carrera. And if I can get this shit straight. And um, that used to be a man. And um, that's 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 what bitches aspire to. Women aspire for that. They, there's no question about it. That's what you would call a, a bad bitch. That's what you'd call a dime. That's just all around. Mm. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I'm at a loss of words. So, uh, yeah, I think we're uh, really uh, changing the world's uh, sexuality because now we're... Uh, we have a, 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 a great handful of uh, transgendered on our uh, dedication. But once again, like we said, going back to the Nyla episode, shouts out to Nyla because she finally saw the uh, show and she finally got to check it out. And she sent us her kudos and said thank you 
for the uh for the love that we showed her back on episode two friends don't let friends hunt drunk mm-hmm. um even though it's fun <laughs> fucking uh beauty is beauty that's a hot chick and once again if you are at a club and you get in your swerve on and you pick up that chick and you get back to the cribbo you got some life decisions to make <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Honestly, yo, like I said, the world's a very scary thing, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm an opportunist. And uh, considering, you know, you know, if one, after I handle the the, the the equations of gas to miles, distance to I'm drunk, and it's right here and it's right now, what does one do? You know what I mean? What? Does one do? Yes, indeed. I shudder not to and, think uh, the thought. So let's move to your dedication. How about that? <laughs> so my dedication is to um, my, uh, I won't say all time, but it's my current number one celebrity boo thing. Now, I done brought this chick up to several people, my love and infatuation with this chick. Before you say everyone. Go ahead. I'll say, don't say her name yet. And, and Yeah, I'm not going to say the name yet. I'm going to say that for last. <laughs> I will say everyone's reaction when I tell them that this is my all-time boo thing. They say, why? I even get upset. And you know how much I love the, that sort of complexion, brother. You know it. You know what I'm saying? It gets my blood boiling and it makes me want to yell at God. You know what I mean? It makes me want to yell at him for not making me of the same creed or, or allowing me to lay with that same tap. <laughs> but since he's lying, like, what the fuck's so goddamn special about this one? And I don't know what it is about this chick, but since she stepped on the scene, I have been absolutely in love with her. I have followed her. <laughs> and she even wants my <clears throat> my uh, former all-time celebrity crush was um, Angelina Jolie, and then it switched over to uh, Alicia Keys. And my new person who has dethroned Alicia Keys and Angelina Jolie people. And she is nowhere on here in both of them levels. Is my boo thing Kristen Bell. I am in love. Glass shatters. Fucking the goddamn couch gets up and like what the fuck. Every time when I tell people I am in love with this chick, they don't, they say they don't get it. And I don't get it myself because I'm not saying that she could have been a supermodel or anything like that. I do think that she's gorgeous and it's something about her personality. Like I, I, I genuinely like the, just this energy, this vibe. It's something about her. I'm just drawn in and this is my ultimate boo thing. And uh, she uh, just released a movie finally to the Veronica Mars uh, series that uh, got her name out there. She um, was the Veronica Mars character back in like whenever a, the like fuck a that was. Kickstarter that took forever for it to fucking kick in. Did it actually release yeah. or they just actually make it? I think it actually finally fucking released. Oh, March 14th. Yeah, so it finally came out. Uh, I am the second I get some time off, even if I got to go by myself, I will be heading to the movie theaters to go support my love hey, hey, thing. Hey, I love Kristen women. Bell. Which which. And see, we can do that. We we could uh, make that a uh, non-homosexual date. And we can do that and go check out this Kristen. <laughs> I want to see your facial reaction. <laughs> and fucking uh, the other thing. 
<laughs> I, I, I even go as far as Eskimo kiss. It's <laughs> <laughs> the other thing my boo thing is in is uh, my favorite motherfucking TV show, which I think is hands down the greatest shit on fucking TV right now. House of Lies. If y'all have not seen this show, yeah, she's one of the main characters on House of Lies. She's one of my favorite actors of all time, Don Cheadle. Um, it's a motherfucking monster of a show. Oh, it's fucking phenomenal, and I just, it's, it's phenomenal. And um, so, yeah, so Kristen Bell is my dedication. So, shouts out to both of our lovely dedications this week, Kristen Bell and Carmen Ferreira. Hats off go to uh, both of y'all. It's funny because when you Google Carmen Ferreira, it says flawless trans woman, Carmen Ferreira. It's just flawless. God damn. Yeah, she really is. And uh, and kudos to man. Like, I got to show Kristen Bell because and I was very jealous uh, of Russell Brand, not only because he got a fucking hurry, but also in the movie uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, he did this move where he's dicking her and her fucking feet are dangling. Off the goddamn bed, I'm like, hmm, that's, that's not a beautiful feeling. <laughs> oh, see, shout out to Trav. Trav got my back. He was like, she's pretty, and uh, he loved Veronica Mars, and she was a positive part of season two of Heroes. And speaking of Heroes, I'm so fucking upset, because I so, I never got a chance to watch Heroes when it was out. I finally fucking decided to get into it, uh, that was years back or whatnot, and I got so far into the series, and then I found out they fucking count the series without fucking concluding it and so I don't want to spend all that damn time and energy getting all wrapped up into a goddamn story that doesn't fucking finish so heroes yeah it just they they didn't have a full full real finale like they kind of just ended the show it's kind of similar to like I said I'm a big fan of Saul and Saul didn't really end Saul was like going a certain direction and then the company started falling apart so they just kind of like okay we'll stop it here and so it was kind of like a false finish, but it wasn't uh-huh. exactly where it was going to that end up. That sounds like a boy just being disappointed that it ain't. I'm mad. That's what it so, sounds like. So, heroes, if you motherfuckers can go ahead and make a movie to conclude all this shit, I, and I'm saying this live on this show, will buy every fucking DVD to every fucking season, and I will sit down and watch all this shit, and I will give you money. Make the fucking finale. So I get involved in this because my boo, Kristen Bell, is in it. And actually, another movie that she was in that I thought was fucking phenomenal. I thought I was going to hate it because uh, she's in it with her ugly ass fucking husband, that Shepard. <laughs> but the movie that she was in with him, Hit and Run, it was a sleeper. Didn't nobody check it out. It was, it was fantastic. It was awesome. And they really, like, they played well off of each other. And, like, I was so mad at the two of them being together. But when I saw that movie, I was like, I could, you could tell they're in love. You could tell it's true. It's not like uh, fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce where it seems like it's a fucking business deal that they put together. It's not like uh, Kanye and Kim Kardashian where it looks like it's just a status thing that they're trying to do. His beard. Yeah, this is that they got a genuine love thing going on. And so hats off to Christian Bell, my boo thing. But if you ever uh, need somebody else to uh, uh, rebound off of, uh, holla at me. Yo, really quick, not not to take too much love away from our dedications, but um, recently there was, I'm not sure if it was Vanity Fair uh, with Kanye and and Kim. (laughs) You saw that, right? Is Is it Vanity Fair? 
what, what, I think Vanity Fair. It was one of I those. I want to say Vanity Fair. Yeah. It was one of those magazines where she's like in her wedding dress, he's in his tux. Bro, I swear to God, like within an hour or two, they already had photoshopped. Uh, what she's talking about? Fucking, uh, James Franco. James and Franco. Rogen. I was like, yeah. Ah. I'm like, that didn't take oh, long at all. Fucking phenomenal. So yeah, that shit is fucking fantastic. So Kanye and Kim need to go ahead and make another video so uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco could flip that shit. Yo, funny. Really quickly too, I was watching um, cause I don't watch TV until about the nighttime, and I was watching reruns of Thirty Rock. And there was an episode, and this was 2010 when this should release. It was 2010, uh, and I didn't know how long like, these gay rumors had been out for. I really heard about it two years ago when the, before the This Is The End movie came out, and or when he had that open letter about a year or two ago. And anyways, in this episode, he's talking, he's talking about needing a beard. He needs to have, uh, uh, you know, one of those fake relationships where they sign a, an agreement, and, you know, they have so many appearances out in public, one fight a month and shit like that. And I was like, dude, this motherfucker has been, like, outwardly gay, like, for so fucking long. I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's hilarious. And oh. I, I love the fact that he that – Oh, he it was, was Vogue uh, magazine. Vogue, okay. I knew it was one of those one of those, one Vogue, of those fancy, yeah. fancy shits. Vanity Fair, Vogue, what have you. There was a B in it. I knew that. And I knew it cost $10 <laughs> still. I don't ever look at that. Vogue, $10. <laughs> Shouts out to our uh, third man on uh, the show, fucking uh, Trav, correspondent. Uh, Philly correspondent, and actually, I think probably it's not written in stone yet. We got an interview. Well, we have an interview next week. Let's see how that one goes. But I'm um, thinking the show after that, we definitely need to bring Trav Lord back on here. So I miss could, him. Uh, keeps it crunk. We gotta bring you back mm. on, boo. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I guess on that note, did you have anything else? No, I've been wanting to flush. It stinks really bad in here, but I don't want to mute this again. So yeah, I'm gonna send so, it on that. Oh, on, on that note, I'm gonna let Popo mute the mic so he can flush his shit, and I'm gonna let y'all once again. We want to thank y'all for tuning in to the I'm Black He's Mexican podcast. Once again, our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail dot com. Questions, comments. Uh, topics you want to hear us chop it up about go ahead and hit us up um, you can find us on the web at the following sites Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr WordPress, MySpace, SoundCloud Podomatic, just add IBHM Podcast in the appropriate spot everywhere uh, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes and uh, Google Plus just uh, search I'm Black, He's Mexican if your niggas is being too fucking lazy just go to IBHMPodcast.com and find all of the links there. And, uh, once again, I think Papa just flashed us. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. And uh, once again, on that note, um, I'm black. He's Mexican. Oh, and if you did not like this show, you motherfuckers must be racist. Fucking racist. Bastards. Whoa. Bye bye. Uh, one would uh, open up such truth as the truth of God uh, to the people. I do think that he's within his right to stay out of the sight of the people until he has uh, uh, won everything to himself, as the Bible referred for us to it, like this, that uh, he's something like a chain-looking 
uh, for a kingdom. And that he go and he uh, visit the, the people and then he leaves the people and goes away and wait until the time when that he can secure the kingdom. Then he returns to the people that uh, he had made himself uh, manifest. So I think that is a pretty good uh, answer. Well, uh It's frustrating when you just can't express yourself And it's hard to trust enough to untrust yourself Stand exposed and naked in a world full of hatred Where the sick thoughts of mankind control all the sacred I pause, take a step back, record all the setbacks and Fast forward towards the stars in the jetpack My feet might fail me, my heart might ail me Synagogues of Satan might accuse and jail me. Strip crown nail me. Brimstone hail me. They might defeat the flesh, but they could never ever kill me. They might could feel the music, but could never ever feel me. To the lawyers, to the sheriffs, to the judges, to the debt holders and lawmakers. Fuck you, sue me, bill me. That name on that birth certificate, that ain't the real me. The lies can't conceal me. The sunrise and the moon tides and the sky's gonna reveal me. My brain pours water out, my tear ducts to heal me. My law's too beneficent. The message grab a hold to every ear, it get whispered in. The waters in the bayous of New Orleans still glistening. The universe is listening. Be careful what you say in it. My grandma told me every bed a nigga make, he lay in it. The church you go to pray in it. Work is on the outside, staring out the windows is for love songs and house flies. Tomorrow is on. 